Good morning. Good morning. Look, might as well just say Happy New Year's, Happy Easter, Merry Christmas, and all that good stuff, too. Because, man, good morning. Y'all hear that, my voice? My voice don't even sound like it's supposed to. I need to go put on my tea. Good morning. Listen, I'm going to say it until I feel better. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Look, let's go. Let's start out with the first song of the day. Y'all ready? Let's go. Google, what it is? Put it on. Hey, when I wake up, I can see his mercies all around me. And in every circumstance, his plans for me is to succeed. He's been good to me. And I thank you. Can't help but do it what you did. Hey, yeah. To me. Yes, Lord. When I so deep you reach way down and you rescue me and it don't stop there you keep showing your care and it's amazing to me so i will tell everybody you've been so good yeah to me Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I know I love that. When I tell y'all, she ain't that song up. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. That, that ain't it. That ain't, hold on. Didn't I just say it ain't it? Slow down, bro. I know, I know. It's Wednesday. We're trying to get through the day. It's hot day. I understand. But calm down. Slow down. We going to get there. It's okay. I wasn't even finna go to that song. I ain't going to lie, though. That is a dope song. But I wasn't even finna go to that song. Can I play what song I want to play first? Okay, cool, cool, cool. I be having talked to Google like Google somebody like I gotta report to Google. Google don't gotta report to you. Look, and now you wanna all right, keep talking back. I'ma unplug you. <laughs> Look, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Listen, I just feel like cutting into another song. Y'all know we like starting our, our room off with the right worship, right music, right atmosphere, all that good right stuff to start our day off the right way. So what we finna do is we just finna go ahead and cut into another song and then I'm gonna come back and pray, okay? All right, let's go. Yeah. 
I sure would love to hear Tamala. You're the lifter. Just stay right there. I'm going to give y'all signals. Just watch me. You're the lifter. Just stay right there. I know you just came through some stuff. And you look really good right now. You don't look like what you've been through. Would you sing to us uh, how he brought you out of that place for you to be looking like that? Jesus, you lifted my head. Oh, you covered me, Jesus. 
Trying to make fun of to him. Tam, what that song go? She said, You are. I couldn't do it. My it's just not there yet. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm on my first cup of tea. So listen, give me about two cups of tea and I'll be able to hit that note just like Tam and the man did. Because I definitely am been praying on my face for my singing anointing. And ain't nobody gonna discourage me because I know what the Lord said. The Lord told me that one day I'm gonna sound good. Just one day. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But one day, I'm going to sound good. Because it's anointing in my voice. Do you hear me? Holla if you hear me. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every weekday morning with inspirational motivation and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I'm going to hold my, I'm gonna start having to hold myself accountable to that every day type of thing because i don't want to be fake i don't want to be inconsistent but y'all ain't gonna lie i get discouraged but look i'm gonna start being consistent with that thing we here every weekday morning monday through friday from 8 a.m to 11 a.m waking you up with fresh inspiration motivation and a little bit of music to start your day off i'm talking about whether you're on your way to work coming home from work already at work somewhere uh someone working out or maybe you called off work today we're just here to make sure you're starting your day off the right way. And you know what that means with the right music, right information, right people, right crew, all the good right stuff to make your day go the right way. Because y'all know how we do it here. We believe that when you start your day off the right way, you set, your, you set yourself up 
for all the right things in life. You know, when you start your day off the right way, it's supposed to go the right way. Or at least that's just how my days go, or most of them, or some of them. Or, you know, I try to put that into the atmosphere. I don't know about y'all. I just believe by faith that when you give God your first, when you start off honoring God the right way, then guess what? The rest of your day, God's able to take control of and all that other stuff. Because when I tell y'all, I'm not perfect by no means. I know chances, like I still mess up. But guess what? Because I honor God so much and I give God the first portion of all of my stuff, guess what? God takes control of everything I got. I'm talking about everything I got. God got it all in control. And I'm happy about it because guess what? We're here to give him all the praise that's due unto him on today. With that being said, y'all know how we always start off the room. We start off with a little praise and worship, and then we open up with a song. So do me a favor. Ping some people with correction. We start out with a little praise and worship, and then we open up with prayer. Now, uh, praise and worship is the song. I apologize, y'all. I'm talking too fast. But no, I'm trying to ping people, too, at the same time. So do me a favor. Ping some people in the room. Ping some people in the room, and we're going to get this thing started, all right? All right, listen. My big brother, Keith, is here. He's always supporting me. Keith always got my back, man. On days when I don't show up, Keith will text me. I'll probably show up and text me. Be like, prophet, you all right? Get on up. Come out there, stoop. Come out there, stumble. And I, I get convicted. Yesterday was one of those days, Keith. You ain't called me, but Pastor Charles called me. And I was I was like, oh, sorry, Pastor Charles. I was discouraged. I was a little in my feelings. But I'm back. I'm back like Action Jackson or whoever they supposed to be on. You know, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> so, Keith, if you're available, can you give us our opening prayer this morning, sir? Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Let me know you ain't available. It's okay. I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. Listen, how about this then? Y'all know I don't mind. That's my little thing. I wake up praying. I go to sleep praying. I be out in my head talking to my friends and praying at the same time. I don't know about y'all, but I talk to God and pray as though he a real person and like he my real best friend. So let's open up in prayer and then we coming right back with another song. Is that all right? All right. All hearts and minds clear. Look away to the Lord. Father God, we just want to thank you for this morning. God, we thank you for waking us up this morning, giving us activity of our limbs. God, we thank you for waking us up this morning with a sober mind, a mind to want to hear you, know you, love you, a mind to want to see your word come to pass. God, we thank you, oh God, that we woke up with a heart, oh God, to want to love on your people. God, we thank you just for everything that you're doing, everything that you're doing, everything that you're doing, God. We thank you for even the bad and the ugly, God, even the disappointed. God, we thank you for it because we know that that's still working together for our good. God, we thank you that no weapon formed against us has been able to prosper, God. We thank you, oh God, that everything, oh God, that is formed against us, oh God, that you have caused it to be exposed, oh God, and you have caused it to not operate in prosperity. But God, we thank you that you are still calling us to a prosperous place. We thank you, oh God, that you are still calling us to a wealthy place. Father, before we ask you of anything, we posture our heart, our mind, and our spirit to thank you for everything, to show you gratitude for everything, oh God, because without you, God, we don't know where we will be. And we thank you, oh God, for still covering us, still shielding us, still protecting us. God, we thank you that you protected even our family and our finances in the nighttime when we became closest to death. God, we thank you that our headstone, our hairboard didn't become our, our headstone, our tombstone overnight. God, we thank you just for your mercy and your peace and your love. God, we thank you that we woke up with lights on, food in the refrigerator. God, we thank you that we woke up with a roof over our head, shoes on our back and clothes on our feet. God, we thank you and we're grateful for all that you've done. Now, God, even in this moment, we take the time, oh God, to repent 
for every tra sin, transgression, and iniquity. Father, anything that we may have done to offend you or offend your people, God, we repent right now in the name of Jesus. God, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit, oh God, that we may worship you in the beauty of holiness. God, we thank you for this earth and vessel. And God, we ask that the Holy Ghost will continue to rise in us, oh God, causing us to walk in strength, love, and power. Causing us to walk in strength, love, and power, God, because we know that you are not the man that you shall lie. Whatever you speak is good. And we thank you, oh God, for the good things working out in our favor. We thank you for all things working out in our favor. God, we thank you for faith, favor, and funds, oh God. Even as we are prepared for February, we thank you for faith, favor, and funds. We thank you for the love that's going to be seen over the next 14, 16, 13, and 28 days. God, we thank you. <coughs> God, we thank you for it. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. Now, even, Father, as we thank you in this moment, even as we show you love and gratitude in this moment, we come to you knowing that you're going to protect us, knowing that you're going to heal us. God, but we still ask you anyway because you said in your word that when we ask, then we shall receive. So, Father, we ask that you'll continue to grace us with our daily bread on today. God, grace us with knowing the agenda of heaven for the day. Download into us the agenda and the itinerary of heaven, oh God. Download into us and give us our daily bread on today. God, give us the overflow that we're looking for on today. God, give us the unexpected on today. Father, tell us everything that we need to know to do on today. God, give us a new grace for today, oh God, that we'll fulfill everything that you have set before us. In the name of Jesus, God, as we pray, we know that we're receiving it because you said in your word that when we pray, believe that we have received it and it shall be so. So God, we not only ask you for the grace, but we thank you for the grace of today. We thank you for the power, the strength, and the love of today. We thank you for the daily bread today that you are sitting in its abundance and its overflow. So, Father, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you in this moment because it is so. And the people of God said, amen. Listen, I, tell, I, get, I get excited about praying. It's something about saying to God. Now, granted, when, be, when we pray out loud and around certain people, we be having to be structured. You know, we be having to think about what we be saying. But I'm telling you, I be times where I just get ugly in my prayer. And I be like, God, I thank you. I don't even know what I be thanking him for. And I'm definitely don't be no tongue. It's just, I, I, be, I, be, I be caught up. I be caught up. You ever got to a moment where you start crying and you start praying and you ain't even know what you were saying. You was just all in the... Yeah, that's how it was. <laughs> More than mucus come up out of me in the name of Jesus. Whew, yeah, that's how it was. That's how it was. But guess what? I'm broken, but I'm healed. Ha! Ah, Byron Cage came out with a song. He says, broken, but I'm healed. He said, I've been broke. I've been down. But guess what? I'm still healed. You know what? I actually want to hear that. We got to go to a quick song break anyway, and then we'll come back with the scripture of the day. So let's go ahead and get into that broken, but I'm healed. Because that's my song. Byron! <laughs> your burdens, brought your pain, but I have a message for you today. 
today that when you leave here won't be the same so you tell me you've been to your position look at you there's been no change in your condition Time to stand up, stretch, and make you some breakfast.
mended my Somebody praise him. I need to get my prophetic voice on. Come on, somebody praise him. Oh, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Let me stop. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Listen, I was about to do my preacher voice, but then I got convicted instantly because I was going to make fun of people who be doing preacher voices. But then I got to be mindful of how I talk about people because the scripture I'm finna read because we got to stop talking about people. We got to stop doing it. We can't receive like that. I can't receive. I can't receive. Oh, my voice coming in. Hold on, I hear it. Let me take another sip of this tea. Hold on. I can't. Oh, never mind. Hold on. And, and kick back in. Never mind. You know what? I'll practice that later. I'm going to practice that later. But look, I'm, a, I'm trying to get into a place of receiving. I need to always be in a place of receiving. I don't know about y'all, but my new prayer is God posture me to always be in a place to receive. I want to be a giver too. I promise I really do swear for my life. I want to be a giver for real, but I need to be in a place to receive so I can give more. Hear me. The Bible says that he gives more grace. God have mercy. Let me drink that tea one more time. He said that he gives more grace. That's the scripture of the day. But it's in the same verse of the scripture of the day that I'm finna read. Because verse 6 says, but he giveth more grace. I need more grace. Lord, have mercy. let me sit this tea again. Hope I get some more grace to say. I can't receive. Yeah, it just ain't working yet. <laughs> but no, let me get to this word of God for real, for real. Because I, no, no cap, no cap. The uh, chapter that I'm finna read today. Well, I'm not reading the whole chapter. But one of the verses in the chapter that I was going to read today says, and he gives more grace. I want to take the time. I'm gonna, I got to find me like uh audio app or Bible. I got to find a Bible app on my laptop. That's what I can do. So I can just start letting the Bible read to y'all during this segment. 
Because when I tell y'all prophet Christian, I'm so confused. I want to know why people in God, people in Zion, been saved 20 years, know all of the Bible, back, forth, up, and down, blindfolded, but they don't follow it. I'm talking about, I'm trying to figure out why I'm so confused and so stuck on being around leaders who are supposed to be leading people out, but they don't follow the same word of God that they're giving. Or is this isolated from the from the text or whatever? Like, for example, I wasn't even finna read this script. Well, I was gonna read it. But no, every morning, instead of me, I was just trying to pull up a spirit, a, a scripture out of my spirit. I say, Well, God, what you want me to get the people today, right? <laughs> and in the midst of me asking that, I said, Okay, well, God, well, why you want me to get at people? Why you want me to get a people that? Don't just have me have me giving folks scriptures and thinking, oh, okay, well, it's just because I want to read that scripture or something like that. No, no, God, give me, give me the reason behind it. Like, so I said, okay, God, give, well, give me the scripture for the day. And he said, okay, the scripture for the day gonna be James chapter number four, starting at verse 10. James chapter number four, starting at verse 10 says, humble yourself before the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up. That's what I was gonna read. I was gonna read that. And then I said, well, God, well, why you want me to read that? And he said, I want you to keep on reading. I said, okay, 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 God, I'm gonna keep on reading. So let me read what it saying it says verse 10 it says humble yourself before the mighty hand of god and he will lift you up it says brothers and sisters do not slander one another anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it <laughs> when you judge the law you are not keeping it but you are sitting in judgment on it I stopped right there. I said, okay, God, never mind. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, God. Because for one, at one point, <laughs> you know, we love trying to say, oh, well, scripture tells us we can judge people, da 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 this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? We love nitpicking on scripture. So one scripture tells us we can judge somebody when it's right for us. But then here another scripture tells us not to judge our brother and sister, not to slander those people. But we don't listen to that scripture. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble this morning, but I don't even care no more. We don't do that. But then here we are as, as adults in Christ. We so grown. We the oldest. We bigger. We've been saved longer. <laughs> We've been saved longer. We older. We got more members. All this other stuff that makes us feel entitled to slander somebody else. All, all this thing that makes us feel entitled to judge somebody else. But then I'm still reminded of a scripture that said, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ, that didn't even feel so entitled, that he didn't come down from heaven to try to save you. Ain't that something, ain't that something crazy? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why do uh, It's okay. I'm going to talk about it this morning because we're talking about a house divided and it's 830 and it's only three of us in this room. That means I can wait to nine o'clock to check in and it'd be a blessing to me still anyhow because people going to still listen to this podcast and be connected. And I really want to talk about it because I seen a whole room last night on Clubhouse and we keep doing these to these people. We, we They had a whole room and then going to start another room about and then start another room. They had three rooms probably about one or two people and it's like come on body of christ because honestly this man is being affected honestly a person is feeling helping and getting somewhere but y'all got the audacity to slander somebody y'all got the audacity didn't cardi b just hold on it's okay let me get to my song break because then cardi b just go through that then then we, then we just teach something like the world be trying to show y'all before it hit the church and i don't know how the world be trying to show y'all before it hit the church because I thought everything happened first spiritually, then naturally. Now y'all want to take examples from the world? How we how we allow stuff to happen naturally first? And then want to be like, oh, we're coming to the church. No, baby, it hit the church first. What do you mean? 
It's okay. Let me play my direct the cart coast song called Bless This House. And then we're going to come back and check in because I'm telling y'all, oh, we got something to talk about today. Talking about a kingdom divided or oh, a house divided. Oh, we're going to talk about it because ain't nothing new under the sun. Everything can be found in the word of God. And I love it because we, we since we Bible readers, since we all, this, this ain't church. But, you know, these young folks be looking at us. And since we're going to throw Bible around and all that, everybody facing all the other stuff, let's see how we operate by it. Because they ain't just telling us what to do. It's showing us how to do it. But, you know, we so saved. <laughs> Let me get to my song and then we coming back because we got about to check in. The time now is 840. The date is January 26th. And I want to thank you guys for waking up with the prophet. Let's play this song and we'll be right back.
motivation and a little bit of music to start our day listen i'm not sure if you're on your way to work coming home from work already at work somewhere working out or maybe you called out work today you just at home chilling guess what we want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way we make sure you start out with the right music right laughter right conversation right people right everything you know all the right stuff 
to put in your spirit so you can start your day off the right way. Because I believe by faith that when you start uh, 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 navigating your spirit, that's the word I want to use. When you start navigating your spirit, start censoring your spirit, when you start controlling what your spirit take in early on before the rest of the day, it make your day a lot easier. It make you be able to process things the right way. It open you up to a place to receive. I'm just saying, because it's hard for me to receive when when I've been tampered with in my ear gates. It's hard for me to receive when 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 people talking about the person I'm supposed to be looking up to. It's hard for me to receive when 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 I don't got no money in my pocket and I'm broke and I'm trying to hear the man of God telling me about wealth. I'm trying to hear the man of God telling me about healing or being delivered, but I'm broke and I can't understand. While I'm broken, I'm living for God. It's hard for me to receive. God have mercy. This body of Christ is hard for y'all to receive. Oh, Jesus. Let me get into let me get into what I'm supposed to be talking about. Because it's gonna be nine o'clock. And y'all know that first hour. I ain't did the daily briefing in so long that I just I think I just I'm used to just getting it out. I think that's what it is. God used to having me pour in the morning, and because I told him I was gonna be done pouring. When I get on here for that first hour, I think I just be having to pour out everything that he be got, trying to download in me. But I need to get back to doing the daily brief so I can get back on schedule. Because, man, when I tell y'all, he just be pouring sometimes. And I just be wanting to just sit back and just be like, okay, well, you pour all you want to. I'm going to sit my little ugly self right here and not do nothing. Yes, sir, I am. But, <laughs> no, I got to come out of that. I got to come out of that. Because we got to be examples for the body of Christ. And when I tell y'all. I'm fighting so hard to continue to be an example towards the body of Christ. That's why the room is named what we named today. Because I'll tell you, a kingdom divided, a house divided is what we're going through. Not only in the church, but we already been through it in the nation. The nation already been through it. And people want to act like he ain't been here. Listen, my prophetic ministry has been recording prophecies, documenting the world, listening to what God is saying, and been posting about it almost over 10 years. You can go back. <clears throat> One of the things that God told me recently was like, prophet, Sometimes I don't pour into you new things because you don't got nothing new to release. I don't have nothing new for you to release. I don't have nothing new for you to type up. There's no new message for you to release. Go back and look at something old that I told you and remind the people of that. So one thing about it was I had to go back and look at some old. And when I tell you this kingdom divide thing hit me so strong, oh, Lord, have mercy. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Let's go ahead and start checking in because the time now is 8 the time now is 8.50. And do me a favor, y'all. Make sure y'all sharing the room, pinging people in. Because, listen, people need to hear this. Especially the the, the, the millennials, the Gen Z, the people that we supposed to be saving. Because you can't save people that's already saved. Oh, let me say that one more time. You can't save people that's already saved. And you can't save nobody that's more saved than you. And that ain't even a word. But y'all know what I mean. You can't save nobody that's more saved than you. And you can't save somebody that's already saved. And there's a whole generation, a whole group of people, a whole lineage of people, a whole collective of people waiting to be saved. And here we are. <coughs> here we are discouraging people. Which is why I'm focusing my energy on saving these folks, having a conversation that's going to tickle their ear the right way to get them saved. Because even when you look at the Bible, you talk about prophecy and you talk about speaking tongues. The Bible talks about how prophecy brings certain people to conviction. The Bible talks about how prophecy brings certain people to worship God and confess their truth. But it is what it is. It is what it is. I was trying to do a filler to 9 o'clock, but I ain't finna feel this to 9 o'clock. We just gonna go with the flow. <laughs> we just gonna go with the flow and check in as needed and do what we need to do. Because I feel God shifting me. And I'm watching the power of people outside my window. Y'all ever got nervous when the power of people pull up in the truck? 
Like the power people pulled up in the truck and I had to immediately go downstairs, past the charge and say, hold on, y'all finna cut somebody power off? Okay, just making sure ain't mine. They, ain't do, they was coming out the chain to street light. But you know, sometimes, you know, you get nervous. I know my bills is paid and stuff, but I was like, hold on, let me make sure. Cause I'm doing my radio show and I don't need no interference, you know, I don't need nothing to that. <laughs> but no, that's how I'm starting my morning off. Yeah, I'm starting my morning off fresh with God, off, off a download. I took a whole day. Anytime I take a day to go MIA, to go missing, to go absent, trust and believe. I'm spending time with God. Trust and believe I have to have cave moments. I'm talking about I have to have cave moments. Why? Because as a prophet, so many people can get into a zone or get into a mode of feeling like they can attack you or they feel like they can tell you what to do as though you don't hear from God. And there are seasons in my life where I even question if I'm hearing from God based off of the people in my life. But then God is telling me, prophet, you can't question what I say just because somebody else said something different. I said what I said. And I said, okay, God, it is what it is. And if you said it, then okay, tell them don't get mad at me because I'm going to do what you say. And guess what? I'm learning how to do what he says. So I'm fresh off a download. I'm fresh off a download. And I'm excited about it. I'm starting my morning off with my detox tea. Yeah, I know I got that tea set. And every every day, I'm doing like a different uh, different type of tea. So today is the detox tea. Um, for breakfast, y'all know, uh, I ain't going to eat breakfast till about 10 o'clock. But right now, I'm thinking I'm leftovers from last night. I end up making some Rotel dip. And then I end up going to get a plate for my friend's house. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm thinking about, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about <laughs> leftovers for breakfast. <laughs> like, I ain't never heard nobody on the radio show say that this yet. Like, leftovers for breakfast is the next big thing. Um, as far as the temperature, give me a second, give me a second. Uh, as far as the temperature, it is 34 degrees right now. Ooh, too cold for me. It's 34 degrees right now. With a high of 61. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Now we're getting back to the 60, 61. That still sounds a little cold. But yeah, right now it is 34 with a high of 61. That's my breakfast. That's my weather. Man, when I tell y'all, this breakfast thing getting real, real funny acting. Because when I don't eat in the morning, or when it's like now that it's taking me longer to eat in the morning, because I'm used to getting up at like 5 or 6 and be eating at like 8 and 9. Now I eat to like 10 or 11. And I think that's messing with my appetite. Y'all pray for me. I'm going to do some of that intermission fasting or something. Um, keep, you're like, y'all need you to pray for me. Because I be trying. I be trying to go forth and try to gain some weight and all this other stuff. But I just, I don't know why my just stomach don't want to eat right. Like, it just want me to stay skinny. I be trying to eat everything under the sun. And it just want me to stay skinny, Pastor Charles. And I just don't like that. Oh, Lord, y'all pray for me, because they say if you eat a good breakfast, they help you start gaining weight. So I'm praying by faith that I can start gaining weight in Jesus' name. So, yeah, pray for me that I start eating this breakfast and my appetite come back the right way. <laughs> but no, enough about me. Listen, PTR, PTR, guys, pull to refresh, pull to refresh to see where you guys are on the stage. And we're going to start our check-ins because the time now is 8.55. Make sure y'all ping y'all people in the room because we got some news and hot topics that I want, that I want to talk about as well as a powerful topic that we're going to get to uh, later on in the show. But right now, we're going to check on in. Keith, I'm going to start with you since you're the first one on the stage. PTR, guys, see who y'all are. I'm going with Keith, Julian, there, Pastor Charles. do 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 Yeah, yeah. Keith, it's on you. do 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 Go ahead and check in, sir. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how you sound your morning?
Oh, okay. I get you. You at work. I'm going to throw it over to Julie. Miss Julie, good morning. Tell us how you start your morning. What's the breakfast or what's the weather? Yes, good morning. How are you? Um, nothing for breakfast yet. My allergies are kicking in with this weather. So I haven't eaten enough lunch yet. You said your allergies kicking in, so you ain't ate yet? No, man. Listen, I've been sneezing from this morning. Oh, Lord. The weather is, 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 is raining in Orlando, and it's cold in Orlando. So all I need to do is sit down and just, just listen to you guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i understand trust me i understand that weather change you would think the weather changing would be over by like you know by december but it's crazy because most people don't start getting the full effect of that weather change until january that is crazy you said what but yeah I'm i'm gonna continue to pray for you because i didn't know even me I ain't gonna lie, even me, like it was last week, it was last week or the week before, I found myself trying to sniffle and cough and all that other stuff. And I'm like, hold on, God, what's really going on? Like, I'm supposed to be feeling like this, feeling all stuffed up. But I think it do be like that, that allergy crossover from the new year. And then, y'all know, we get crazy. We think just because we get a new year that, you know, everything's supposed to be automatically get corrected and everything's supposed to just become automatically better or something. No, that is not how a new year works. Even though you come into a new year, you still in the same old season. So you still going to get affected by that. So, Julie, I'm with you because I'll be over here sniffling and stuff, too. That's why you got to get you some tea, get you some of the good old herbal tea, get some of that good old hibiscus tea, some of that detox tea, and take you a day or two off. Oh, yeah. No, I work Monday through Friday, so I might be being soft. But then with the tea, I can't drink. I don't have too much caffeine, so I have to do a lot of herbal tea. That's the only way I can drink. It's um, the caffeine is giving me high burn. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's why I snicked my tea. That's why I go in the bushes for my tea. Mm. So, yeah, I'm just not learning about these teas. They helping me out a little bit. But back in the night, I don't know if I should even say that. But, you know, back in the day, them old folks, they said, okay, well, when you start feeling a little phlegm in your chest and all that other stuff, and this ain't what I do. I'm going to let y'all know. This ain't not what profit do. But this is what Prophet has heard. This is what Prophet has heard. And this is what Prophet has said the older generation do. Back in the day, when the weather started changing and started shifting past the child, what they do is they fix them some tea, they fix them some coffee, and they put them a little, they put them a little vodka in it. I ain't gonna lie. They, they I told you they ain't me. Hey, you know, I love me a brown praise on the right occasion. But they say when you used to do that in the morning and you drink it with that high tea, they used to clear them up. I'm talking about they used to clear them up. They'll drink some tea. Some coffee, put them a little a, a drop a drop of whiskey in that mug or something, yeah, and they go straight to the coal mines. <laughs> when I had when I had COVID, I drank Hennessy. Uh, did did it help? Yes, it cleared my chest, and I put um Vicks rub on my chest, and that's all that's all I took a Vip rub, and I bought me a pint of Hennessy, and I I say I drink just cup now. I drink you know a teaspoon of Hennessy because it's keep your chest burning. Right. When I, when I had COVID, I didn't take the medication, you understand, but I took anything and fixed rub, and I was well and done. <laughs> and I believe it. I see, and that's why I be telling folks these these so certain safe folks be acting too safe for me. I'm talking about be too safe for me, and I get it. I get it. I definitely get it. 
But I'm talking about my grandma was saved, saved. And Julie, she used to do the same thing. Now, she couldn't afford the Hennessy. I ain't going to lie. She couldn't afford no Hennessy. Because them Hennessy bottles ain't, ain't, ain't cheap, baby. They ain't cheap. I, I, have, no, I have no white Hennessy. The white oh, Hennessy. okay. That's the one I use. It's, yeah, strong, it's stronger than the regular Hennessy. Uh-huh. And you said it, it clear your chest up and everything. Yeah, I'm talking about the wind at you. <laughs> I'm talking about back in the day, they ain't care. They'll give you some in a little coffee cup and a little tea cup and say, okay, well, it's going to clear you on up. I promise it will. <laughs> but and what's interesting is a lot of my younger friends, well, I wouldn't say my younger friends, but some of the same people who are in the younger generation that, I'm ta- that I was expressing about earlier, stuff like that, they follow that same principle. I know certain young folks who say, okay, well, when I'm sick, Mama told me to give me some ginger, give me some lemon, and give me some Tito's, some something like that, and it'll open my chest up. It'll open my uh, my lungs and stuff up. And I said, I did not know that. But truth <laughs> be told, it worked. It definitely worked. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to Pastor Charles. Pastor Charles, good morning. Go ahead and check in, sir. How you starting your morning? What's for breakfast? What's the weather? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, it's a good day. I'm alive. I'm awake. I know my name. Um, thankful. Uh, it's uh, 33 degrees. <coughs> Excuse me. That was my second morning sneeze here. Um, <laughs> 34 degrees here in uh, Central Texas with the high of 54. That is not uh, praise the Lord. I'm going to be putting on some sweaters today. i got to find me a sweater to put on. Anyway, uh, good day for breakfast. Oh, I don't have it, any clue at all. I just got a morning regiment. I got to get together, get myself together, and get my mind on going in. So everything else is good. Um, I have heard of people having hot toddies and all that kind of stuff. I, That's exactly I, what it was called. I couldn't think of the name. Yeah. That's what it was, a hot toddy. Yeah, I've heard of it, um, and people probably have done it. I don't know, uh, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they have, um, but I don't know. But I, my grandmother used to have something called uh, camphor gum, camphor gum, and it was a little whiskey bottle. It was like a little bit of whiskey that was in there, and some camphor. It was like camphor, uh, uh, which is the stuff that that makes. Uh, it makes like your vapor rub and stuff like that active. It uh, if you that's the thing that makes you uh, you you your nasal passages open up. That's camphor that's inside of that. Well, anyway, um, so my grandmother used to have that. She said, you know, we would start to have sniffles and stuff. She says, go get my camphor gum, and it was hidden away in a brown paper bag or something in a whiskey bottle, and it had camphor in it. Not a she brown paper it up. bag. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it only had a little drop of whiskey in it at the bottom, just a little drop. And camphor was in there. And so she would take it and she would uh, open it up and she would say, sniff, take a nice big sniff. And we would sniff, sniff. And then, you know, I didn't even recognize it, but man, that stuff would knocked out. We didn't get the cold, whatever that was, would go away. Um, And uh, to this day, I wish that, which I had it, but um, I found some other ways to deal with. uh, most of my nasal issues, one of them, um, I guess I got these from singer, singer friends, singer friends and uh, other singers. And one of them is something called um, Alkalol, A-L-K-A-L as in Lima, O-L, Alkalol. And, um, and so I usually do a nasal rinse anyway. 
and uh, I add a little bit of alcohol in it and praise the Lord, it just does everything it needs to do. So I'm good. Uh, so I probably need to do that at some point. But other than that, everything else good. I don't know what I'm going to eat for breakfast, if I'm going to eat breakfast. Yesterday I didn't. And I think I gained weight, so I got to ask the Lord to show me what to do. Anyway, have a good day, everybody. And I'll rest my mic. I'm talking about Pastor Charles. Thank you so much. <laughs> Look, I didn't know they had it hidden. That's <laughs> why I said they had it hidden in the back in a brown paper bag. See, that's when the kids was nosing bad in Because <laughs> I, my grandma, she said, uh-uh, we ain't hit it. We just going to hide it up in the cupboard. And you better, you better know that you better not touch it or you're going to get sick. They used to tell us stuff like that. They say, this is, the, this is supposed to heal you. This is supposed to get you better. But if you drink it while you're sick, I mean, if you drink it and you're not sick, if you mess with it at the wrong time, it's going to get you sick. <laughs> it was so crazy how old folks used to work and talk about stuff. It said, don't drink it now. When you're sick, you're supposed to drink this. But if you're not sick, don't drink it or you will get sick. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand that, Pastor Charles. They had it tucked all the way. And, look, it was, some, it was another thing that they used to drink. And I'm trying to think of. It was something with a C. Uh, castor, was it castor oil? Is that a thing, Pastor Charles? Was that something that they was using? Collar oil? Yeah, uh, it's castor oil. There's That's one thing. Um, I mean, that is... And see, the biggest deal is that a lot of the viruses and stuff like that would be in your gut. So they're, the process is getting it all out, you know? And I don't need to be too graphic about that, but yeah, right. that's what they would do. Yeah, use cast, castor oil or some kind of linseed oil. I mean, different, whatever it is that they could use to get get you get your uh, gut moving, you know, get things out. That's the biggest thing. Uh, so a lot of times we don't even realize it, but uh, it, our gut is terrible, you know, especially our intestines, intestines and stuff. So sometimes you just need to go ahead and get it taken care of. And I'm going to rest my mic on that without getting gross. Praise the Lord. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand and appreciate that. Listen, what's crazy is they say we got a new uh, a new COVID strand out again. I swear COVID got a baby every month. COVID got a new child, a new strand, a new version every other month. And it's like they keep talking about all these boosters, all these vaccines, all the pigs, all this other stuff. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, back in the day, grandma and them got some tea, got some whiskey, got some castor oil, what it was, got some Father John. I remember they used to say that. Got some Father John. And I'm talking about they was good back in three days. Why? Because they didn't have no two weeks to sit off and not go to work. They didn't have no five days to sit at home and try to rest. What? what? No, we so spoiled in this generation. I'm talking about real spoiled. Real, real spoiled. <laughs> yeah, like, we're real spoiled in this generation. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Listen, let me throw it over to Pastor Lewis, and then we throw it over to Miss Lisa. Miss Lisa, thank you for being our guest this morning on the show. We finna get on to you, but I want to throw it over to Pastor Lewis, because I know he finna come with the commentary. Pastor Lewis, how you doing this morning, sir? Well, grace and peace be to the room. Prophet O, good morning, Keith, Julie, Pastor Charles, to everyone that's in the room, Miss Lisa, and even to Christopher, who's down in the VIP. Um, it is a brisk um, 38 degrees here in Metro Atlanta, and uh, I have not had breakfast yet. And so um, I don't know what I'm going to do as Pastor Charles I don't know what I'm going to do for breakfast this morning, 
uh, we'll let the Lord lead us and hopefully he'll lead us and guide us into um, all snacks. He will lead and guide us into all snacks. But yeah, so. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, yeah, I mean, listen, the thing is, is, um, you know, as it's already been said, there have been so many different things that, you know, our ancestors have used, um, you know, to, to fight these different colds and different things of that nature. Um, but, you know, my thing is, is this, hey, um, you know, we, we were having a conversation, Pastor Charles, and they were saying, well, you know, you're a pastor and are, are you for the vaccine? Or are you against the vaccine? I said, baby, I'm for Jesus. That's that's what I'm for. So, you know, because here's the thing. Either way, you got to believe God, right? You got to believe God still. If you get the vaccine, you got to believe God. If you don't get the vaccine. So, but, hey, hey, I'm, I'm not about to hang my hat on whether you need to get the vaccine, the booster, the, the rooster, or, you know, whatever else that they come out with, um, you know, saying that it's going to protect you from COVID. Baby, one thing I do know is when you plead the blood, <laughs> yes, Lord. I said when you when you when you plead the blood. Come on, sir. <laughs> and you begin to tap into Rafa. Um, you know, thing things will change. Now, I will say this as a caveat. I have I got the vaccine. But the reason that not because I wanted to get the vaccine, but because I wanted to see my grandmother. My grandmother, who is 84 years of age, she said, "Baby, I don't care where you come from." Uh if, if you if you want to get into this house, uh, you 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 got to have the vaccine. Okay, Grandma so, would do it, don't it? <laughs> hey, hey. So okay, Graham, if, if that's what you want, if, if that's what it takes for me to see you, baby, I'm not scared of no vaccine. Uh, I, I fear the one who can kill both the body and the soul. Y'all ain't saying nothing. So I'm not I'm not scared of nobody's you know COVID, Omicron, um, iota. Theta Mu Kappa, whatever, however not many Theta Mu and Kappa. Call it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not scared of none of it. But I got the vaccine because I wanted to see my grandmama. And I've had no side effects because guess what? I said, hey, I'm getting this because I want to see my grandmother. Now, vaccine, you're entering into my body and I'm giving you permission to come in here. But guess what? Because I'm the owner of this, you're going to have to up. You gonna have to abide by my rules on, while sir. you in my house. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I said you gonna you gonna have to abide by my rules while you in my house. And guess what? That means there will be no side effects. There will be no coughing. There will be no fatigue. There will be no nothing. I'm I, I'm simply in here because I want to go see my grandmama, and my grandmother is the only is the last living parent that I have. And so I'm not about to let no shot stop me from going to see my grandmother. So I have the vaccine. But when I tell you I didn't have a cough, a hiccup, a runny nose, a runny eye. Let, let me tell you, my allergies. I, now, I, I have seasonal allergies, uh, but my allergies even came in alignment because I wasn't playing around with this thing. So, hey, I trust some some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, some Trust in vaccines and boosters. <laughs> but as for me and my house, we will trust in the name 
of the Lord. My name is Pastor Lewis Dudley, and I appreciate this moment to share with you all. Because the name of the Lord our God is a strong tower. Huh? And finish it. Come on. <laughs> we the right, right ca- call yourself what you are. We the righteous run into it, and we are safe. Safe. Look at Come on. Look now. at your neighbor and say, safe. 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 Yes, God. Some, somebody put, say I'm safe. Somebody I'm put him in A flat, please. <laughs> Look, y'all know here go. Here go. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pastor Lewis, for coming in, man. Because when I tell you, that was an all-time word. That was an all-time word. And I ain't gonna lie, Pastor Lewis, that probably would be the only reason. I ain't even I haven't even got it to got paid to get paid yet. Cause you know, some contracts that I had told me, well. Prophet, we're going to need you to get vaccine if you want to, uh, you know, if you want us to go through with your contract. And if you want to actually, you know, pick this contract up, we only hire, you know, uh, contractor workers and whatnot. And I said, OK, cool. I ain't going to lose no money, though. I bet I ain't going to lose no money if not. Now, the only thing now, I ain't going to lie, Pastor Lewis, I ain't heard nobody else give a good of enough, enough reason like you just gave. Because if my grandma told me, baby. Go get it. I'm going to respect my grandma because God told me, hey, it's up to you. I got to trust in him regardless. But if my grandma say, baby, in order to come see me, you got to be vaccinated. I'm going to go get it. Like that's it. Like, I understand that logic. That's why I tell people, you can't just do stuff just because the world tell you to do it. He didn't say the world told him to do it. And he ain't like, no, he literally said, I want to go see my grandma. Plain and simple. And sometimes we try to be so deep. We try to be so deep, so spiritual, so saved. And it ain't got nothing to do with that. I just want to go see my grandma. Plain and simple. Pastor Lewis, that's why I love you. That's why I love you. The transparency and the honesty, man. I love it. I love it so much. Listen, Miss Lisa, I'm going to go. Uh, I got to go up to my boy, Keith. Uh, Keith, you want to check in real quick? Then I'm going to throw it to Miss Lisa and Miss Lashino. That's fine. Good morning, everybody. Um, it is about twenty-eight degrees, I believe, here in Columbia, South Carolina. I believe it is. I I don't know. I'm gonna say thirty, so I won't be uh lying. I'm gonna say thirty, and um, it is clear. There is not a cloud in the sky. For breakfast, I um by accident had a Vienna sausage by accident. Because it was the only thing that I could see. <laughs> um, it's about accident for me. <laughs> it really was. Because when I tell you that was not my first, second, third, fourth, or fifth choice, but it was just, it was just there. So I said, why not? Um, so, but other than that, at work, um, I definitely agree with some of these old remedies. I know when my wife had COVID, uh, she did something. I think it was, it was something. It was. I think it's called some. My uncle came here and gave her diesel. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of that. But he gave. No, it's like a. It's a drink called No Everclean, Evergreen, or something like. I don't know these. Everclear. There you go. That's what it was. Everclear liquor. It burned everything right off her. Um. That is gasoline. That is not not alcohol. He he gave her a teaspoon. And I swear to you not, it cleared everything out of her lungs. And she said burn. Um, but she said she would never do that again. She said it was just nasty going down. But anyway, um, yeah, our I, 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 I ancestors believed in some crazy stuff. But, um, I, you know, it worked for them. You know, they didn't have health care and stuff. So you had to kind of do what you had to do to get through. Um, but um, other than that, 
that's how my morning is starting. I'm at work, looking forward to the conversation. I'll probably be listening more than anything. But um, yeah, that's my morning. Y'all have a good morning. Oh, yeah. You talking about the Everclear liquor. This is 190 proof. It's a reason why they only have one on the shelf at all liquor stores. Wow. Facts. <laughs> wow. Like, I looked it up. I'm like, hold on. Then this look like an old bottle of liquor. This look like it's going to clear you out. Oh, wow. And it's a... It's similar to the green and the nephew. The green and the nephew is almost the same thing like the Everclear. You said what, uh, Julie? I can't hear you say it again. I said similar to the green and nephew. Green and nephew. The G-R-E-Y, nephew. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's very good. See, yeah, I'm not. I work for a couple liquor companies, but if they're not the real popular ones out here doing the market, I don't know about them. I've never heard of this. And it says grain alcohol. So I wonder what this is even made out of. Lord have mercy. I bet this will bring up everything. Moonshine. Moonshine. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. They say that moonshine. Uh uh. That's crazy. I'm telling you. Moonshine. <laughs> The Christians be acting like they, the saints used to act like they went back in the day drinking moonshine to get delivered. Yeah, but stop playing. See, this is why these, this is why the young generation, this is why the young church be so skeptical. Y'all be looking at y'all crazy because y'all back in the day getting delivered from 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 sickness through moonshine, and they want to act like you ain't got drink. Come on now, y'all. Y'all better stop playing with these people like y'all ain't love y'all Saturday nights and Sunday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they well, the thing, well, I, I think you, you have to, it has to be put in perspective because, you know, again, you don't look at um, th those who use um, marijuana for medicinal purposes as weed heads. Right. So you, if you're Facts. saying like, oh, well, we, we used this, you know, Tito's or, you know, Everclear or whatever it's called, but I know, I know what it is, but uh, I never knew the name of it, but I knew what it was, um, you know, or whatever it was, you know, for a hot toddy or whatever, they're not out there drinking it to get lit. They're drinking right. it to get well. Right. So, that would be a little bit different because it's like, no, I didn't drink because drinking is a recreational form of using alcohol to where it um, it shifts your uh, sobriety, right? But, you know, if I'm using it because I'm on my bed of affliction and it's helping me to get off my bed of affliction, then no, I, I would not put, you know, grandmama and them who use that um, in the same you know, right. in the same tense as those who was out in the club trying to get lit. Right. So I think you you have to classify it before you know you say like, well, this was it's it even though it's the same thing, it wasn't used for the same purpose, you know. And the amount of it, when whenever you've heard anybody say what they've done, whether it was the Hennessy or the Tito's or a hot toddy or whatever, it's a teaspoonful. It ain't nothing that you can get drunk off of or that you can even get tipsy off of. Right. It's a teaspoon, more or less, you know, the active ingredients in it, you know, by the time it, it uh, gets into your body, you know, with your melts, with your body heat, your body heat is going to burn up the alcohol That's content good. in it anyway. You see what I'm saying? That's like those who use it, um, you know, in cooking, you know, now I'm not talking about no rum cake because rum cake is soaked in it. Right. But, you know, for those who use it in cooking or even like white wines or whatever the case might be, by the time you put that heat to it, 
it takes the alcohol out and you just get what's left of the flavor. So, I, you know, I'm just saying for, for those, you know, I had to defend the, the integrity I, I, of, of our exactly mothers and fathers. That is exactly what I wanted. That is exactly what I wanted and what I needed. Why? Because oftentimes we lead people who think they can compare what we did to what they're doing. Hear me again. Oftentimes we lead people that see us doing things, not understanding why we're doing it, not understanding the process behind it. So oftentimes they say, oh, well, if they do it, we can do it too. Not understanding. Listen, I was on my deathbed, not understanding that what, what I was doing caused me to live, not for me to get lit. <laughs> like there has to be a process. I think oftentimes, and that's even why we have to uh, address the divide in the kingdom sometimes, because oftentimes we're so busy trying to compare sometimes that we don't understand why other people are doing it. Just because God justified them don't mean he justifying you or giving you an excuse to do it. So yes, I definitely appreciate you. That is exactly what I want because I'm telling you, these kids be looking at us. That's why we even had that question last week. I mean, or earlier this week, because kids or people be looking at us, be understanding what we or trying to understand what we're doing, and they'll try and not understanding the dangers behind it and all the other stuff. Even with just explaining the amount, you don't got you gotta know your grace. Sometimes you only need a little bit. Sometimes you only need a taste because it's not. To get you nowhere it's not to change your level of thinking and all that other stuff no it's to knock a little heat off your chest or knock a little coal out your chest or whatever it's supposed to do thank you so much pastor lewis for coming back and explaining that because that's why i be trying to tell my young people like you can't uh, uh you can't use that as an excuse you can't use that as a justification i understand and that's one thing we gotta start teaching in church too even though we justify everything isn't justifiable hear that again even though we're justified everything is not justifiable just because they do it don't mean you can do it just because well, they did something back in the day or whatever the case may be don't mean god grace you to do it and i'm just saying that's just my opinion <laughs> that's just my opinion but no let me go ahead and keep on with this check-in miss lisa how you doing this morning thank you for being on the stage thank you for being i guess this morning and joining us for waking up with the prophet tell us how you start your morning what's for breakfast and what's the weather love oh good morning my phone pinged i was like what room is this like <laughs> i just sent my granddaughter off to school high school i was like get out of here bye i gotta go find something to get into this morning and you were the first thing i got into okay it is 28 degrees here in dallas texas it's real cold okay but I'm wrapped up in my nice little cozy blanket. I have not had anything to eat. I'm lying because I had a piece of Hershey's chocolate. Yeah, it just because it like the Baena sausage guy. Yeah, it just hey, that's some chocolate. That's <laughs> to wake up and eat some candy. <laughs> I'm a chocolatey kind of girl. Yeah, but uh, yeah, my grandmother used to keep ginger, garlic, the real ginger garlic, not none of that mint stuff we buy now in the in the jar. You know. Yeah. Yes, I'm like, oh my goodness, she's trying to kill me. Yeah, and a little bit of that, you know, like you said, teaspoonful of that, whatever kind of liquor it was, you know, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what she did. And I still do it today. I even give it to my own grandkids. I'm like, come on, they be like, Nana, that's nasty. See, like, yep. You on, are man. Nana all day. I'm going to say, yep, that's what we call them, Nana. <laughs> you are Nana all Nana day. all day, yeah. You know, it's like, come on, put this onion and this potato on the bottom of your foot. In the morning time, you'd be fine. It'd draw out all that bacteria, whatever you got going on. Yeah, onion. My husband be like, babe, onion. Yes, you going to bed. It, ain't, it don't matter. Just put it on. Oh, so, yeah. That <laughs> onion, potatoes. That. Yeah. Not the onion. You put the onion on your foot and then put your sock on, right? 
Yes, uh-huh. And, and if I don't have an onion, all I night? have potatoes. Uh-uh. All night. Yeah. Uh-uh. You sleep anyway. Just go and put your feet underneath them covers and go and go to bed. <laughs> yeah. That's gross. You're going to wake up with ants mm-hmm. bite your toes off. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, it works, okay? It works. Now, to bring it to the new school, I do use a lot of elderberry in my house. A lot of fresh elderberry. There's an herb shop here in, in Dallas-Fort Worth, and I stay in there. Yeah. It looked like a whole pharmaceutical natural type of thing. It ain't none of that, you know. Yeah, you run to your doctor for everything. Yeah. 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 See, yeah, and I appreciate that though. I really do appreciate those old remedies and stuff like that. And even nowadays, we're getting so well, we're finding out about the new herbs because before before last year, I've never heard of elderberry. Before Probably before pre-COVID. Before pre-COVID, I've never heard of elderberry. Before pre-COVID, I've never heard of sea moss. Before pre-COVID, oh, yeah. I've never heard of some of these new herbs and stuff that they're using nowadays. So I'm, I'm I, I didn't even heard of the uh, the onion and the sock overnight thing before. But I've never heard of these new herbs. And most people are breaking away from old remedies for these new herbs. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I have my husband thinks I'm a whole pharmacy over here as far as natural stuff, but I have the old books like you have to it's literally like you know you can't find this kind of stuff like in barnes and nobles you have to get it off like ebay or amazon right. you know it's amazing right. how it's almost like they're, they're they've hidden the old school remedies because they don't want you to you know of course there's no money in you know natural stuff as right. they say but yeah you know it's like uh-uh no no i don't need to do all that i mean just because i tell my 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 daughters and my my sons you know stop taking your child out just because you have you know a state benefit you don't need to be taking your child to the doctor for every look. If they fall and bump their knee, y'all, at the ER. Like, cut it out. <laughs> Put a piece of onion on that skull. It will heal, with, and it will not even have a scar on it. You know, it's like, really, like, yeah, all that onion is good for everything. It's not just for ingesting, but even to rub on a on a, on a sore or anything. I mean, your face, whatever. Yeah, it's going to heal with no scar. Wow. I'm going to try it. I'm going to definitely try it. It works. It works. I'm telling you. Yes. And eat just eat a whole just a whole thing of ginger or garlic. It it'll knock it right out. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was up in the hospital with COVID. I was like, honey, bring me some ginger. Got the whole <laughs> hospital room smelling like ginger. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm deaf. And I recently started getting into that. Thank you so much, Miss Lisa, for coming up and contributing because I recently just started getting into the ginger. When um Keith, when you bought me that infuser thing, I recently started getting into the gingers and stuff like that. Because I wasn't someone who would naturally like go down there and boil stuff. Yeah, I know why. <laughs> you almost ever... burned this house down, y'all. No, oh, why you about to say that, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost burnt the house down a couple of times. Okay, let's put it out there then. I almost burnt the house down a couple of times trying to put stuff in the pot, trying to do what you was doing, Miss Lisa. I was trying to be at home, making home remedies, trying to be uh, a scientist, I guess, and I almost burnt the house down trying to be a scientist over here. Making he had to throw the pot away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here trying to make concoctions, trying to brew some stuff or something, and then I almost wrecked the house down. So, yeah, now 
Keith got me the, the new tea brewer with an infuser, and now I be putting stuff like the the ginger in there, the lemon in there, and then I put a tea bag in there or some hibiscus tea leaves because uh, Rashawn gave me a assorted set that has like different uh, tea bags in them. But then Keith gave me the hibiscus, which actually uses the actual tea leaves that you put in there with the um, ginger and stuff. It's real cool, like real cool infuser type of thing. So, yeah, I'm getting into it more now. But at first, uh -uh, I didn't even know what ginger was, didn't know what it looked like. It looked like a deformed um, a deformed potato, in my opinion. I thought, I was like, what is this? <laughs> That's what it, that's what I thought. Y'all know how when you let a potato sit too long, you had a little root that started growing out the potato. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought that was. I thought the the root like I was like, hold on, this who cut this off the end of a potato and told people to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that was just my thought. But yeah, I'm definitely starting to love it now. Even the sea mosses and elderberry and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm definitely getting into it because hey, I need my voice and I need my throat and body healthy so yeah and i ain't trying to get on all these medications and stuff like that even when i'm older i'm not doing medications and stuff like that i believe and that's another thing why the house so divided people be talking about people be slandering people but you can't heal the headache off a mosquito mm. but talking about deliverance and you over here getting elderberries and sea mosses and all this other stuff like, come on now, you over there taking more pills than come anybody talking about healing and deliverance if you don't get your let me sip my tea. And also, my too, one more last thing. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, black uh, no, black seed oil. Black seed I oil. Heard that oil. I mean, it's, yes, I mean, it's not no, just good for cost, but I mean, for high blood pressure, diabetes. I mean, there is really no reason for people to be on all these medications. I'm not against physicians because I have a great PCP, but even he is like, look, I don't want to put you on nothing. Okay, if you have a home remedy that's safe, go ahead and do it. You know, right. so I, I I appreciate those physicians that are, you know, have yep. put their, their jobs, their lives on the line, especially during this COVID season. I've never seen so many physicians like, I cannot do this anymore. They have had yep. convictions, you know, again, we're not against, you know, doctors. However, you know, some things have to be medicated, but yep. not everything. I mean, God has given us common sense. Right. You know, and wisdom if we pray for and ask. God give us wisdom. So I just believe because many times when people are, as all of you probably know, many times when when individuals are on multiple medications, they they all have so many side effects. Yeah. And you can't even pinpoint which one which has one taken you yep. down faster. Yep. Because nobody does the research. You know, every time I mean anytime my physician has to put me on anything over the years, I'm quick to like, I, I gotta go Google it, I gotta go research it. I mean, I, I, I'm like, uh, uh, hold on. You know, many times I will leave a, a, a prescription at the pharmacy. They'll be just pinging my phone. You know, Miss Lisa, your medicine's ready. I'm like, I'm sorry, you can go ahead and put it back. I found an alternative, a safer <laughs> remedy. You know, you won't be right. making money off of me. Yeah, you know. And like, that's why even when you got diabetes, they tell you start changing your eating habits and stuff like that before, you know what I'm saying, the medications and stuff like that. Because they can see it even in the early stage. And they say, okay, well, we can avoid this. But you got to start changing your eating habits. You got to start making some adjustments first. And most people don't ever want to make those adjustments or do those things first. Oh, that's that's, that's no, why. And it's so easy. <laughs> I mean, really, though. But like someone else was saying earlier that a lot, so much, I would say 95% of stuff starts within the colon 
I mean, our stomachs have been like waste buckets for years. You know, we used right. back in the day, we used to eat chitlins and all. that stuff done built up. <laughs> it been wrapped around. I mean, chitlins, your colon looks like a chitlin. If, if anybody knows that, it's like, it's long. Right. You know, I always tell people not to be graphic, but when you go to the bathroom to use number two, you're not always releasing from the upper colon. It's mm. just from the bottom. But if you just look up what a colon looks like on the inside, it's long. It looks like a long chitlin. All that crap is stuck up in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just compacting. You know, we eat and everything now. So much of what we're purchasing is GMO. I love watermelon, but it's like, where are we going with this seedless watermelon? Yeah. You know, we, we, they leave us no choice. It's like, hello, everything starts from a seed. That's like, well, we we gonna have babies now and with no sperm. We just gonna, I mean, oh, I mean, what we gonna GMO some right there. Yeah, watch it now, watch it. Why, yeah. watch it. My God, today you just said something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on now. I mean, the man has to go inside, lay the seed before anything can be produced. So are we not producing seeds in the ground? Where, I mean, everything's factory operated and come on. <laughs> battery operated fruit. I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, I'm just trying to figure this thing out. <laughs> it's the battery-operated fruit for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, every it's like, my goodness gracious. I, I just don't understand. But, yeah, you know, so we have to be realistically looking at that like, okay, look, you know, we you have to change. The system has changed, so therefore the house of God needs to mm. change our mindsets and go like, we, it, it's hard for some people to just look at reality. They would yeah. just rather just stay stuck back in the sick, every, our food is not like it was back when great grandmom and them was growing their stuff in the backyard. Wow. You know, peaches don't right. smell. You you smell a peach, it don't even smell. Right. You know, we used to pick stuff up the tree, figs, and you could smell the sweetness, the sugar is flowing from them before you even bite into them. What's now it's just like, it just smells like air. Oh, Miss Lisa, what's so interesting about what you're saying? It, it's hit my soul so hard because the average. I, and I wouldn't. I don't want to say the average, but most people who are under twenty five don't even know this information that you're saying right now. And it's supposed to be a natural thing. Yeah, they don't even know. Up uh, dead serious, Larry. They don't even know. Most of them don't know how to even go pick out a peach. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to go pick out a watermelon. They don't know it's supposed to smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, have mercy. Yeah, I'm telling you, like you know, people, you know, if you just like my husband, I even have my grandkids take um, psyllium husk. You know, I mean, yeah, Yeah, yeah. psyllium husk. Yeah, yes. P is in Paul. S Y L L I U M is in Mary. Psyllium husk. You can take the pills, or you can take the powder. Nine. Hold on. Do that again. Do that again. P S what? P is in Paul. S is in Sam. Y L is in love. L is in love. I U is in umbrella. M is in Mary. Psyllium husk. I got it. H U S K S. Yeah, you can get it at any whole for Yes, ma'am. I yeah, see you know, yeah, you know, and you know, when I first started taking it years ago, you know, it tells you like, oh, take, you know, a few pills. I'm like, uh uh-uh. go ahead and take you twelve pills in the morning. They're little, they're like little capsules. They're like twelve pills. I'm like, baby, look, you got a lot of crap in you. Let's just be real. Yeah. You know, you it take this is years. Like say if you're forty years old, for forty years, depending on if you've changed your you diet or whatever, right. you been, you ate whatever grandma and them had. You know, back yep. in the day, it was like you we succotash. I'm from Louisiana, right? It was like we grew up succotash. You're like, what is that? Whatever I got left in the refrigerator, oh, I'm gonna put succotash. it together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, what's your call it? Right? You just put it, put it together. You ate, you didn't starve, but that is a buildup. 
it's a build-up process, you know? I mean, if you don't change the oil in your car, it's a build-up. You got to change the pan, the oil, and all that stuff, the filter. Yeah, so it's like, hello, you got to do the same thing with your body. And and another thing, too, is when you put um, psyllium, you have to drink a lot of water, though. If you don't like water, then that's going to constipate you. But you have to drink a lot of water, you know, activated charcoal. If you have a food poisoning or anything in your stomach going on, if you have you drink too much or whatever the case may be, activated charcoal. That's what they pump your stomach with in the ER when someone comes in with an overdose. Right. You just, it tastes like nothing. It's black. You just take a scoop of it. You could buy it at your local uh, Whole Foods or vitamin shop or whatever. Take right. a teaspoon of that. Mix it with some water. It tastes like nothing. It's black. It's going to turn your tongue black, but you just rinse it off. Kill, right. it, it kills whatever is going on in your stomach. Yeah, but yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, I mean, it, it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I wish we could have like a picture thing here, but I need you to write down if anybody's on here, uh, betonite clay. I'm gonna let y'all go. Betonite clay spells like B as in boy, E, N is in Nancy, T is in Tom, O, N is in Nancy, I, T is in Tom, E, bentonite clay. It's the clay from the earth. I'm pulling it up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bentonite clay detox. You take that. It, it tastes like nothing. It looks like pudding on steroids. You shake it up, take two tablespoons of it with that cinnamon husk every day. And trust me, it binds. If you just look up the, the, the back of the bottle, it binds to anything in your stomach and pulls out from the colon, the waste. Literally. Like when you go to the bathroom, I promise you, I ain't gonna be graphic with y'all, but it looks like a whole snake you just let out. Oh it's, Lord! <laughs> no, I mean really, you. I mean, come on, let's just be real. We all go to the right, bathroom, right? right? Yeah. I mean, this, these right. are things that your your physician is not gonna tell you because a lot of them they have been indoctrinated as well. You know. Can you repeat that again? What it means? I'm sorry. Repeat again. Spell it. Spell it for me. B is in boy. Mm-hmm. E is in Edward. N is in Nancy. Mm-hmm. T is in Tom. O, mm-hmm. N is in Nancy, mm-hmm. I, T mm-hmm. is in Tom, E is in Edward. Bentonite clay detox. It's you just. I'm sorry. Will I lose weight? Will you lose weight? Yeah. Oh yeah, because don't forget that a lot of weight is because of the colon. It, it, you just you just p- compiling food upon food upon food. And up foot, and now that we a lot of stuff is GMO'd up, your body is like you're asking like this is not even real food. Okay, because I want to lose ten pounds. Oh, trust me, honey, I I went down. Oh, so we can do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, I mean, we could be our own day all day. It's just like literally, like my home is it looks like just nothing but natural herbs. I mean, I got a whole cabinet full of stuff, but literally, it's just. This stuff is on the market. It was surprising to me. Like I went in Whole Foods. I went in the vitamin. It's on shop. Amazon for six dollars. Yes. Miss Lisa about to be my best friend. I'm about to relocate to Dallas too. We about to be friends. Yes, I'm these places she's talking about. Yes, you know, I mean, these are things that are right. Like the Word of God says, "Seek and ye shall find." You know what I'm saying? Ask and it shall be given. But it's like we we're like like he was saying. You know, we, we're so deep. That we're like, oh, you know, we just don't want to know. We just got to go down to the ones with a PhD behind their name. It's like, come on now. <laughs> you can be, God has given us wisdom. If we just ask, he will lead us. Facts. You know, because I was like, Lord, I, I got to help people. I ain't no way in the world I can sit on this information and not 
tell people. Dang. And it's well, right up under our nose. We pass these stores. And it's funny because, you know, you're not going to find this in like your, your lower income neighborhoods or, you know, no. you know, you have to go like, I don't shop at Whole Foods, but guess what? I'll go there for that. You know, and I tell people like, it's amazing how you look at the demographics and they will put all this junk, nothing healthy. Well, on my side of town, there's like, there ain't nothing healthy. Okay. Nothing. I have to drive 10, 15 miles away to get healthy stuff, but I do what I got to do. You drive that far to go to work. Come on now. Talk about Miss Lisa. Listen, you think this your first time in this room? Yes, sir. Thank you so much because when I tell you the prophet already up here, not me, but Kristen already said he finna get he he finna get you some grant money to to go ahead and start that project because one thing about this room is when you express your heart like that and go ahead and help the people, guess what? We gonna put some action behind it. And I'm talking about the man of God already help us in any anytime we have a vision in this room. He find the grant for it for what? Then you got people in this room that's gonna push you. And I'm connected to a lot of people in a lot of different areas. So when I tell you that's a whole vision. Mm, yes, that's man. a yes, whole man. vision. You're gonna have to come back in here one day and yes. teach us how to do yeah. a proper detox. Yeah. Like, don't pull it all out of you right now. But go ahead and put that on your list. And we, man, you can probably schedule a day of where you go ahead and come back in the room and we do detox your spirit, detox your body. And that could be the yeah. name of the room because these yeah. people need to detox. But I will <laughs> back well, channel you my number or whatever the case may be. Well, yes, she can show me put something in my back channel so I can go to the store today because uh, we got to get them. <laughs> we got to get these tapeworms out yes. of bed. It's praise <laughs> yeah, tapeworms. I need for you uh, to tell me. Tell me what to do, because uh, you know this weight yeah. loss um has been a this has been a tedious journey. I wouldn't wish this yeah. on my worst enemy. Yes, I'm yeah, telling you, said it worked, y'all. You said twelve pills, and then you said some clay. Yeah, I, yes. I mean, a lot of people think like, "Oh my God, twelve pills." I'm like, "Stop it, y'all!" Like, really? I mean, if my if my fifteen year old granddaughter, literally, uh-huh. like, you know, I mean, if she can do it, and it, uh-huh. like, they're they're capsule. I mean, they're little capsules, plastic capsule. Come on. You know, but I mean, it's like some people it, that it, did way it, more than that. Them, them oh yeah, I mean, you go to your doctor and you need to pay to take twelve pills. You're like, oh okay. You know, well, I'll take the unprescribed pills. I don't take medication, so I'm 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 all right. So you give me twelve pills and give me some clay, and it's gonna it's gonna detox this. Hey, y'all know the old people used to eat that white clay and that red clay, right? Right, and that's all this is. It literally looks like like just pudding. Like it's, it, it tastes like nothing. This yeah. betonite clay tastes like nothing. You just That's pour two tablespoons or whatever. Yeah, you know, and it, it works. It works. It, it works, y'all. I'm telling oh, you, it yeah. works. Kristen, Kristen from up north, he don't know about that Red River clay. He don't know about that white clay. I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> Look, down in the <laughs> My mother used to eat it Kristen. all the time. I never right. understood it. You ever um seen Temptations? How they talked about in Temptations? How uh what was it? Eddie or somebody was so country that they used to eat that Red River clay? Yeah, they used to nah, do that for I, health I issues. I saw Here. people eat that good baking soda. Huh? Oh, we not the baking soda, but that's the same thing basically. Baking soda will probably be the same thing because here in um, Georgia and Piggly Wiggly, you can still find white clay. Mm, Piggly Wiggly, yes sir. Piggly Wiggly, I ain't heard that name in a long time since I lived in Okay, that and, that and Win Dixie. Yup, and a Win Dixie. They got good meat selection there, praise God. Man, it's called IGA. Oh, 
when dicks oh, in them geez. crab legs. Glory to God. Before you ever had to go to Publix for some good crab legs, when dicks, it was right down the road. My God, today. That's good living right there. <laughs> Look, let me throw it over to Miss Lashina and Larry real quick, because we got a song break coming up, and then we're going to get into this divided house, because some of, we didn't already touched on it. Like, just the old and the new has separated us so much. But we got to learn how to bridge the gap. We got to learn how to bridge the gap. Because truth be told, I mean, ain't nothing new under the sun. Huh? We just stumbling mm. upon new things. We just seeing them in a different light. This same herb and stuff been on the earth for years, but we're just now bringing them back to relevant light. And I think we gotta learn how to bridge the gap. So look, let me let Ms. Lashina and Larry check in. And Ms. Lisa, I'm gonna go ahead and back shot you now so we can go ahead and uh, put a date together um, probably for February for, well, we detox. Cause a lot of people, that's why some relationships ain't, ain't going good too. Cause you talking about some soul ties. Yeah, okay, well detox, get get all that out your, out your body. Cause you got so much built up in your body, but we ain't gonna talk about that today. Miss Lashina, good morning. <laughs> Because hey, you're so full of it, okay? Okay, you're full of Listen, it. I'll be, I be ready. Oh, 10. Yes, Nana Lisa. Oh, my God. Because that's what I'm, a, I just dubbed you, Nana Lisa. Nana Lisa, Nana Lisa. Oh, my goodness. Yes, please help us. Please help us get our lives together and our bodies right. She and part tight. of the family, now. Yes, God. Ooh, yes, she did. She done came right on in here and got us together, honey. Yes, she did. Um, so also, Nana Lisa, I wish it was 28 degrees here. How about here way up yonder in Milwaukee, Wisconsin? We had a good negative seven right now. So it's quite Ew. cold. Oh my God. Yes, ma'am. It's quite cold. You gotta put on layers today because it's cold. You can't go outside or you're gonna freeze. <laughs> without your coat and your mittens and all that good stuff. So yes, it's a negative seven. I am at work, so I am starting my day. I haven't ate yet. Um, got my wonderful chai tea, starting with my chai tea. You know, I always start my day with my tea. Um, so I have that and I haven't even ate yet. So I'm getting ready to go on in this cafe and see what thus saith the Lord for me this morning. Hallelujah. Bless God. I love you. I love it. I love it. People get up in the morning and be they self damn fun. I love it. This will be amazing. But negative seven, I'm still over here trying to find a blanket because I felt the cold walk in my room and up my spine and tickle my dreads when I felt without what neg I ain't never heard nobody come in this room and say a negative something. Concerning the temperature, yeah. seven. we get all of the seasons up here in Wisconsin, and Lord and God, <laughs> oh Jesus, I definitely wouldn't go out my house. I promise, I would literally be. I and I, ooh, and I like a view when I move places and stuff like that, where I can see stuff, even in my in my town complex and stuff like that. I like my view so i'll be sitting up here in the window staring at everybody like yeah i bet y'all cold i'll be watching people be mad going to the car just to warm it up i would negative seven imagine having to go warm up your car and yeah. negative seven degree temperature mm -hmm. oh. for the heated garage Amen. oh glory to god oh, that's grace Ooh. that's what she just said bye that's bye. yes god Ooh. I see. I didn't. I didn't know there was an escape. See, God. Oh, see, God will never tempt you. He's always performing. Oh, yes, God. Because I didn't know there was a way to escape that. I'm thinking how she like. Ooh, Lord, but thank God for heated garage. Oh, 
Well, that's the testimony for today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, glory. Because I never let temperature stop me from going somewhere. But I just got to have the right grace. She told me that there's a grace for a hidden garage. Oh, yes, God. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't realize I'm over here real tears because I'm thinking negative seven. That's why I told God, God, I know you called me to New York, but I'm scared to go because New York it's cold. But God, that's where I'm at right now. Garage. I'm, I live in New York. Yes, it is cold. It is a nice 16 degrees right now. Oh, my God, you I can do it. I can do it. Uh uh-uh. uh. But thank God for heated garage. First of all, you can do it. Because it's, it ain't that bad. I'm born and born and raised in New York City. So See, you, you born here. Yeah, I'm born in Alabama. But this cold, this cold, this little 30, 30 something degrees down here that you think is cold, this ain't no cold weather. You understand what I'm saying? Until you got to lather up with your long yeah. johns, the bottom and the top. And then you got to put your good jeans on that, that cut the wind before yeah. it gets to your leg. Y'all ain't saying that. <laughs> Come on here. And you got to put your sweaters on. And then you got to put on the goose down. Come on yeah. here. And you got to have your nice scully to cover your ears so you stay warm all the way. The truth of the matter is, if your head warm, your body going to be warm. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to God. Thank God. So the truth of the matter uh, is, you, you got to preach, learn. Preach. You got to learn how to endure the wind. Uh-oh. Ah, oh, come on now, message. Y'all, y'all preachers, y'all can take yes, that. Yes. I'll give that to y'all for free today. <laughs> you have to learn how to endure the wind, because the wind will take you somewhere. Come on. Western, Western Connecticut here. That's where I was, so. Yeah, you know, if you, if you get look, you got to go work. You got to do what you got to yeah. do. That's what you got to learn how to warm it up. Do what you got to do. Uh-oh, go ahead, Larry. What you say? I said, if you can endure the wind, you can learn how to harness it and use it to move you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, come on now. And then if, that's, oh. if that ain't enough, you can go to Dwayne Reed. They got them little warmers you can put in your gloves. Y'all ain't saying nothing, yeah. y'all. Put it in the palm of your hand, and it'll warm yeah. your hand up. Uh-oh. God, have mercy. Listen, yeah, I'm taking my thinking to a new level. Because, you know, how many people are afraid to go certain places because they don't know how to handle the... I ain't going nowhere. Julie, I told her, like, they told my real boy from the door. Listen, I was born in Alabama. Listen, this time of year, we still go outside in shorts. What you mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was born in the Bahamas. Right. All year round. I'm not going there. I'm not going there at all. Right. I'm, I'm not there. God, give me that grace for the heat in the garage and knowing how to layer up because we don't know what layers is. <laughs> Jesus once, Christ. Hey, watch this. Once you go out there with some shorts and that wind cut you, you're like sick. I'm telling you, it only take one time. I'm talking about what? Oh, I would have felt bullied and paralyzed. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Look, let me throw it over to Larry and Christopher because we still got about 10 minutes before we go into our next segment. So, Larry, go ahead and check in with us this morning, sir. Welcome to the road, welcome to the stage. Tell us uh, how you start your morning. What's the breakfast and what's the weather, good, sir? Good morning, good morning. Uh, this is my first time in this room. Um, uh, I saw my sister Lashina in here, so I said, let me come on in and check it out. Uh, me and her had some good times in some rooms, so I know where she is. It's got to be something good, and I've been enjoying yeah. it. It's 20, well, right now it's 20 degrees in New York. 
Um, I have not had breakfast. I am turning my plate down for breakfast this morning uh, due to some prayer for, you know, uh, some people from our Bible study last night. Um, and I am excited to be here. I'm really enjoying this conversation. I'm enjoying um, all of these things that I've been told. And like I said, God is calling me from New York to Dallas, Texas. So I can't wait to move hey. and get out of a little bit of this cold. So. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Look, well, yeah, welcome I to Texas. Your, I had your herbs ready when you get here. Let me know. Listen, don't play with me now. I'm, I'm, don't play. I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I'm, 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 I'm going to call you. <laughs> Listen, welcome to the room, guys. Listen, welcome to the room. Listen, we got one more person. Thank you, Larry, for coming up. I was going to say, Loki, you know, we we good on connections here. And I think you already got two people here from Texas. Up The up north people being here represented. I think I'd be the only one here in Georgia that be represented besides Pastor Lewis. Man, Pastor Lewis have to hold it down sometimes for Georgia. But, you know, y'all be flocking in, especially Texas, Pastor Charles. On, well, that's because. Everything big in Texas, and yeah, I got more people. But yeah, Texas is where it's at. Listen, I'm going to throw it over to one more person. I'm going to throw it over to Christopher so he can check in. Then I'm throwing it over to a song, and then we coming back with the topic of the day because we got, you know, a few valuable people in here that I really want to to to, to discuss a topic with about this divided kingdom, this divided house thing. So listen, let me let Chris check in. We're going to go to a song, and then we're going to come back with the topic of the day. Chris, how you doing this morning, sir? All is well. Um, great to be here, everyone. Um, I'm still laying in bed, all right? And there ain't going to be no breakfast because God says shut up. So I'm, I'm, so I'm shutting it up because my mouth moves too much. And so the Lord told me that I put nothing in my big mouth. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm going to sit back and listen to y'all and enjoy y'all. God bless. That's a blessing. That's so rare to hear. I'm so glad God told you this. And I don't, I don't know what God been telling you, how you been moving and whatnot. But, you know, that's just rare to hear. God told me to shut up. Lord, have mercy. God be telling me to shut up a lot of times. <laughs> or maybe I, maybe I just be shutting myself up. What you say, Miss Lashina? <laughs> well, do. that's all I got. Right. <laughs> well, and do. But that's so rare to hear people say openly and out loud because everybody feel like they just they just got to express. They just got to talk. Sometimes it be a blessing to be like, oh. I heard God say, "Just shut up, just 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 chill, just just calm down." And I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess what? I'm gonna shut my little ugly stuff on up in Jesus' name. <laughs> Listen, let's take it to a song and then let's come right back because what's crazy is I got a powerful topic. And during the song break, I'm gonna um pin a link to the top and to the top of the room. I'm trying to get it now because it's from my website. Like I said, this is a message that God gave me a couple years ago. Chris, I think this was back when I, uh, you probably still get my emails. When we was back sending the emails heavy, you remember back when I started my ministry, we were sending emails out, new messages out probably every Friday, just the same way people, you know what I'm saying, come live and stuff like that. We was doing like a new message, a new word from God, like every Friday or every Monday or something like that. And a couple years ago, in the midst of, I guess, all that was going on, uh, like the divide, the drama, and this was in August of 2007. Wow. No, not 2007, 2017, 2017, 2017. I apologize. But August of 2017, God gave me this. And I said, okay, God, 
I know this may not be a time for now, but this is something that you're saying in the kingdom. So how can I make it effective? And one thing I've been praying about is God continuously being effective. And he says, son, sometimes you don't have to seek me for a new word when I've already put certain things in you. So this is something that God has already put in me years ago, but I feel like it's, it's relevant for a time now as this. So PTR, you'll see the link at the top. We're about to go to a quick song break, and then we're going to be right back because why the kingdom divided? Why, why are we divided? Why we keep hurting each other? Why we keep why we keep talking about each other? Why we keep slandering each other? Why we keep wanting to follow a Bible that make us look good in one moment, but then defames our brother, hurts our brother? Why we keep doing this? I don't know, but we finna see why. We finna have a conversation about it in just a second, right after this song break. All right, is that cool? That's cool. Let's go. <laughs>
It's 10 a.m. It's Ready time to stand go. up and stretch. Let's take a break for 10 minutes. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. That ain't what she did. <laughs> that is not what she did. You were supposed to ruin my worship like that, bro. You no, had to help you because she didn't do that. <laughs> she did something like that. It was. It went close. It was close. No, nah, you, so you, you was just running all over the place. She didn't do that. Oh, that's what I thought she was doing. I thought she had ran everywhere because I was running. I ran downstairs to the kitchen, to the bathroom, to the guest bathroom, to the guest. I done ran everywhere. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, she blessed me. Oh, I'm sorry. I, don't, I just don't know. Ooh. The God we serve be a great big old God. He'd be an awesome, intelligent, intellectual. He like he be knowing what he be doing. We still up like like y'all just don't know. This man know what he doing. Listen, as Google inter rudely interrupted. Listen, Google. One thing we I gotta work on and you gotta work on is cutting people off. When people are singing, you can't just stop their worship and our worship because you want to announce what time it is. The, the Bible says the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. And if you're going to walk in this authority, man, to God, you're going to have to subject yourself. Amen. Say amen, Google. All right. Listen, man, Google have to have those talks. I'm sorry I had to do a public correction with Google in front of y'all, but sometimes you just got to do those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so silly. Lord have mercy. I can't wait till we have a conference. I'm telling you, I can't wait till I have a real life experience. Christopher, Chris, I've been waiting for years to just have a real life experience with like my tribe, my type of people. And I'm telling you, when I tell you, we're going to rock the socks off the world. It's going to be amazing. Lord have mercy. Whew. All right. So the time now is 10.02. And today is January 26th. It's Wednesday, y'all. It's Wednesday. Wisdom Wednesday is wrapping up the month. Wednesday is wrapping up Wednesday and all that other good stuff. Cause you know we only got a couple Sorry, more days till um yeah we only got a, I I ain't here. I'm sorry. I didn't even hear what you were saying. What you were saying, um, Larry? Oh, I, I'm sorry, man. I hope this is not out of order, but what you just said, God said it's coming sooner than you think. But I received. He said, it. "Prepare that." He said, "It's coming sooner than you think." Because what you have, those what you have, people have need of, and they need to see it in a different light. The the way of old church and old thinking is coming to an end, says the Lord. And He says, "What you have, there is a need for." And He also told me to tell you, you won't have to seek it because it will seek you. I, I just wanted to share that. Sorry. I receive it. I don't mind. See, this program be moved, be no moving at the Holy Ghost. Sir. I receive it. What'd you say, Christian? I told him no apologies needed. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I just have a habit of doing it. I'm a, yeah, that's just my nature, y'all. That's just my nature. But I, I, oh, I receive it. Oh, I receive it. Thank you so much. Listen, let me get to the now word that real you quick. receive it, put feet to what God said. Hey, let's go. Let's go. All right. That's what this, and and that's why we having this this conversation today. Because yeah, okay. So for those of the uh, for those of you guys that were in the room earlier today, um, we always do a scripture of the day. And like I explained earlier, the scripture of the day is based off what God tells me to read in the morning. You know, in the morning, normally your Bible app got a scripture of the day. Bible Gateway got a scripture of the day. Uh, some ministries going to throw up a scripture of the day on their Facebook page and all that other stuff. So you normally try to see your scripture in the morning and stuff like that, right? So by me being on here, I say, well, God, when you give me the scripture of the day, I want to know what you're really trying to say. I really want to know something that you really want to get out to the people. And today when God gave me the scripture of the day, it was so weird because I'm like, okay, it, it's, it's, it wasn't weird, but it was interesting because it was James chapter number four, starting at the 10th verse. And James chapter number four, starting at the 10th verse reads, humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. And one thing, one thing about me is I'm very inquisitive. So I said, okay, God, what does this mean to the people? What does this mean to the people? He said, keep on reading. He says, brother and sister, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judge them speaks against the law and, and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but you are sitting in judgment on it. <laughs> and one thing about us is... <laughs> I said, God, that's that, that's so interesting because I was grieved last night by Rome. I seen on uh, I seen on Clubhouse about people who tell me some, oh, well, we're in deliverance ministry and we need to call this person out publicly because we want them to be delivered from stealing from the people of God because they on Clubhouse scamming and stealing from the people of God. And we want them to be delivered, right? We want them to be delivered, healed and saved and set free. I said, okay, I understand that that may be your heart. You got a good heart, huh? Because anytime you want somebody, you hear somebody want somebody else delivered, you will hope it's because they got a good heart. And they want to see that person prosper, right? I said, okay, well, God, so why does this grieve so many people in the body of Christ if this person want to help this person, but they can't be helped? And the person came up in the room and they made a whole goddamn little spectacle on stage and all this other stuff. And I said, God, now ain't this not, ain't this embarrassing to the body of Christ? Now, now, it's one thing when a person try to embarrass you, because I didn't been embarrassed before. Trust me, the life of a prophet, you live an embarrassing life. Like, God make me do the dumbest things, and I be like, God, what you, what was, what was that for? And he, he tried to show me because I taught you how to keep your heart right. I got to embarrass you to teach other people. And all, you know, he be trying to tell you, he be trying to teach you certain things so you can teach other people certain things, right? So you can live a life of Christ, right? So I'm like, God. I understand that certain people have to go through seasons of embarrassment. Certain people got to go through seasons of ups and downs, trials and issues. Because even Job went through a season where he was embarrassed. Even Job went through a season where he was hurt. But why do we have to continue to go back to divide the kingdom and embarrass the body of Christ? And he began to have a little conversation with me and all the other stuff. And we got into basically this message, a kingdom divided. A kingdom divided. When you go look at it, and it's so funny, when you go look at it and read it at Amos, we see how, of course, 
the kingdom of God was already set up and structured, and we have to go back. Like, it's a long dispensation. Y'all can go read it. We have to look at the origin of how God's kingdom was set, uh, set up and who was in place and who was in establishing order and all the other stuff just to understand, you know, how I, I ain't Jamal Brown, but, you know, you have to give the, the, the whole origin of certain things to get to your point. And I don't got enough time to preach this thing because this is a conversation. But with all this going on, and Christian, what's so interesting about it is we sat here as prophets a week ago, two weeks ago, maybe, and sat here and prophesied the same foolishness that we've seen. And we read it in scripture where the foot can't tell the hip or the foot can't tell the eye or the ear can't tell the nose or the mouth that they're irrelevant. Yet here we are telling people still in this day that prosperity ministry is invalid because uh, 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 if if you get delivered, God gonna make you prosper. Or or the healing ministry is not valid because once you prosper or once you get money, you can pay for healing. Oh God, did I just say that? Yes, sir, I did. I, I did. I had to think about it for myself because God was preaching to me, which is why certain people would say, "Okay, well, hey, I don't gotta believe God. I can believe my money." Ooh, that's what we that's what we doing, which is why. But we still telling people to sow. But we tell, still telling people sowing ain't, ain't biblical. So we tell people that sowing is good on one end, but sowing ain't good on another end. Not, not knowing that God going to honor your heart, but just because you sold. Not whether that person was doing wrong or bad. But, but So here we are embarrassing the kingdom. And here this man is, Amos, who says, okay, well, God charged me to say something. Because I see a problem in the kingdom. And I, it ain't my job. It ain't my duty. Because I'm sitting over here doing my own little job. But God charged me to say something. So Amos takes his little self on up there. And because he couldn't talk directly to Pharaoh, because Pharaoh would kill him probably, he says, let me talk to the priest. Because in the kingdom and how God set up kingdoms, he never set up one man to be in control. That's why even in America, guess what? <laughs> a president, a president can still be impeached, but can still run again. I ain't gonna. <laughs> Let me stop playing. But that's why we we don't have just one person in. See, they always trying to comment and interrupt me. Stop! Don't do that. But yeah, that's why we don't have one person just sitting in control, sitting in authority, because there has to be a balance. Yet we have people on here that say, "Okay, well, you need a pastor." But then you sit on stage with people and let them prophesy to people who don't got a pastor. You, 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 we talk, we talk about the same thing in certain rooms and behind back doors. But we can't never, we can never appreciate what God is doing. I find myself, it, <laughs> I said, God, show me in scripture where all of this is going on because everything in the Bible. It's still going on right now. Everything that's going on right now, you can still find in the Bible. And I said, okay, God, let me find out what's going on. And in this text, we see this man. He goes to he goes to talk to the priest. He can't talk to the uh he can't talk to the king. Because if you talk to the king, the king might kill him. Off off top street. He just the king might kill him. If I say the wrong thing to the king, I could I could die. Which is why even in this same text, I teach people that the response of the prophet has always determined <laughs> the reaction of the nation. 
which is why certain people got to be got to be very careful when they prophets, if they real prophets, because while one prophet <laughs> went and corrected the king, <laughs> let's talk about Samuel, let's talk about David, and then let's talk about Amos. Let's talk about Samuel. Let's talk about Nathan. And then let's talk about Amos. Where when this prophet finally goes to the priest or goes to right authority and all this other stuff, the priest tells him, hey, go back to your own land and prophesy. Go make your bread there even prophesying. Don't come here and try to make a spectacle of us, try to embarrass us. Because guess what? What I'm saying is what God is doing. So here we have a prophet and a priest disagreeing because they both believe that they're doing what God said to do. And one thing about this message is, I always tell people, you know, when you're doing what God say, oftentimes you're going to look like the villain. Prophet, what that mean? I'm a big superhero fan. I love Batman. I love Spider-Man. And I also love Jesus. <laughs> Prophet, say that again. I love Batman. I love Spider-Man. And I love Jesus. <laughs> what they got to do with anything? All of them look like villains. And so, it was time for them to save the day. All of them look like villains until it was time for them to save the day. And here it is. We want to talk about people, demonize people, hurt people, divide people. Trying to, trying to villainize our brother and our sister. When half the time we didn't even follow biblical protocol in approaching that person one-on-one before we tried to call their name out publicly and build clout off their name. Over 300, over 3,000 people in a room because you got one off with the person that the Bible told you to go to them one-on-one for. Because we love saying, well, where that say that in the word? It's a lot of things God told me that ain't in the word or correction. It is in the word. But to most people who ain't really studied their word, read their word, and got the revelation I got, it ain't in the word. But here it is. We got things plainly in the word, and you still can't do that. You still can't go to a person one-on-one because you feel like you got to call them out publicly when the Bible clearly says go to that person one-on-one. Talk to them. I don't care if you got to talk to them when your feelings not hurt no more. Wait and go talk to them. Take two days. Take a day or three. Then go talk to them one-on-one. Because whatever you're going to do, guess what? The Bible says your offering can't even be received. But yet, we're going to take up offerings. We're going to take up them offerings. Mm -hmm. Let's raise the offering for their deliverance. What? Come on now, really? Come on now, really? So, for a person who's stealing, on Clubhouse, who you going to call out? You going to raise an offering for their deliverance? What you gonna send them the seed and pray that the seed make them not broke no more? They already not broke. Like what you mean? What what are we doing in the body of Christ to where we're dividing each other? Here we find this same this same thing in scripture, and people want to say a little like, "Oh, you keep attacking the prophet." Da, 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 da. What what Jesus said? What do I look like? Who do men say I am? Jesus even find himself in that same thing. And when we take it there, Jesus said, okay, well, how about this? Since I'm the justification of the law, because remember this started in James when we was talking about the law, because these people be discriminating the Bible, but then still be holding the law and still it'd be so confusing. Jesus said, okay, well, how about this? I came to justify the law. I came to make some sense of this. 
I came to do some damage and correct some things. Jesus said, I didn't come to bring unity. I came to divide. I came to separate male against brown, mother against daughter. But I came for a reason. And even like Pastor Dudley said earlier, th that was the difference between, you know, me holding me a little glass back in the cabinet back then. You know what I'm saying? Just because I need to, you know, had that little jack or whatever to get me off my sick bed or whatever stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, back in the day they had a reason. They had a justification. Nowadays we just do anything and everything and try to blame it on the name of God when that's not true. When we can always find everything in scripture. Whether it be the old testament or the new testament, Jesus said, Hey, we're gonna go through some things. We're gonna have some issues and some fights. But guess what? We got to be willing to submit everything to God. Jesus, Jesus said that. Even Paul said that. Paul says we're going to have some friction in the body of Christ. But guess what? The friction in the body of Christ is to see why we unify. Who, the, the friction in the body of Christ is to see who is who on whose side for real, for real. Are we going to correct this thing in love? Are we going to correct this thing in offense? So I want to know, but because, you know, this is my room for me to sit here and learn. Now that I've engaged my heart, I want to learn from you guys as a body of Christ, what should we do? Because oftentimes we have people in the body of Christ who will go tell you, hey, you need to go pray. You need to go seek God because you need to deliver. When truth be told, those same people are doing what God has called them to do and calling people out. But yet here it is. We haven't taken the time to pray, to seek God on how we can unify, how we can help them. How we can stop the division. Because we're not Jesus to divide. We're here to unify. Jesus' mission was to divide in, in, in certain places. But our mission is to unify in certain places. There are some who are called to save. There are some, there are some called to, cult, to cultivate their other people's salvation. Let me slow down and say that right. There are certain people called to save. I'm a prophet of God. I can go out there and save people. I bring people to Christ. I inspire people. I make people want to love God in every sense of the word. Can I teach them all the way on how to maintain their full salvation? No. But that's why I'm not a pastor. That's why I'm the prophet. That's what, you know what I'm saying? I have a I have an apostolic and evangelistic anointing right now on me because I sit in the, in the middle of them. I'm a great builder. I'm a great evangelist, but I'm a horrible pastor. But we have to get to the point of saying, guess what? I can't demonize pastors just because I'm not a good pastor. I can't demonize the prophet, nor the evangelist, nor the teacher because I'm not a good teacher or because I don't understand their ministry or their calling the pastor was called the church was not a step the prophet was called before the church here we are trying to tell pastor prophets how the prophets gonna raise up and correct if the if the church and the pastor is, come on god ain't called establishments that's why we have even in the world system a donald trump or joe Biden or anybody doing what they want to do and we have other forms of correction like the supreme court like the congress but yet we dethrone them because we want to be top dogs how do we okay and this is my time because i didn't did 20 minutes i didn't did my good 20 minutes and i got it all out but now we take these last 40 minutes to see how do we correct this in the body of Christ? At what point do we start saying, hey, I may not like what they're doing. I may not disagree with it or, or, or whatever the case may be. I may not even understand it, but I want to understand. I want to build. I want to learn from it because we got to unify.
Like, what, what is the solution? Because we can all agree we all need prophets, right? We can all agree we all need pastors, right? But if they can never get along, how do we move forth in the unification of faith? How do we move forth building the body of Christ if the two lead, if the two positions or even three positions God called to lead in the body of Christ can't get along? Because even when we go back to origin, guess what? In the establishment of it, we look at Moses. Moses had Aaron and Miriam. Then he said, okay, well, give me 12 more. And then they're going to orchestrate it like this. Jesus said, okay, well, give me my 12. Then I'm going to isolate three. We're going to do this. Boom, 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 boom. Like, at what point? Because everybody's like, come on now. If everybody thinks there's an island by themselves, they're a leader by themselves, and they can just go do any and everything, at what point do we get to a place of unifying? Because the pinky toe can't tell the big toe you're not valuable when the big toe is what stables the whole body. Or one of Anybody want to jump in right there? It's 1020, and we live. We're waking up with the prophet. Um, but one of the things that I know is that the, the scripture says that, that out of the multitude of counsel, there's safety. So, you know, there ha there has to be a place where um, you're able to take counsel from those that are um, that are uh, a part of you. I know that there are sometimes too, and this has happened, and uh, probably you know there's allude alluding to that. There are sometimes that. Um, let's say I had a problem with my leader or I had a problem with the person that was a subject matter and I didn't know how to um, approach the situation. So I'll go to somebody else that actually, that actually knows the situation or, or, or I feel like I can confide in um, that they're not going to have a problem uh, with my asking and won't, you know, they won't, they won't, they won't be backbiters and that kind of thing. Sometimes you're just trying to get information and trying to understand some things. Um, I'm having a situation right now where I have somebody that's um, uh, higher up than me um, that I don't like the way their email um, was. Their email seemed very cold and I didn't like it. I mean, it, it was, it was the words. And so I went to someone else that I trusted that has my heart and understands even that I'm not trying to backbite, but I was just asking questions and to want to be able to uh, get clarity. You get answers from asking questions. See, that's what's wrong yeah. with us now. Some folks don't want to don't want you to ask no questions. That's or, good. And then they don't want you to they don't want you to um, to find out information that they really really need to know. Um, sometimes they don't want to ask you because maybe asking you it might be in their mind or even in their heart offensive. And so maybe I need to come at this a different way. So that's what I did. I went to somebody somebody else who knows the person. And also I had to trust them and trust enough of them that then I can go back and say, well, you know, they had something to say. Now, if I find that out, then I know from there, sad to say, that I can't trust them in that way. Um, but backtracking, um, the biggest thing that I had to do was find out information. And the person said, gave me some backdrop to what was going on with them. And that's when I good. got the backdrop, when I oh, got the backdrop of what, what, of what happened oh, to them, I could, I could actually have empathy for them. And actually now I'll come back um, in another way or another direction and maybe even persevere because I was ready to give up. I was already saying, you know, I'm, I, listen, I ain't got no time for this kind of stuff. They take that deep anyway. I already, you know, see, I already got my own period. Here we go. Now I got my own little 
uh, things going on. I, you know, Lord, help me. Come, come, help me with me. You know, because that's that was my that's trial. Good. And let me, let me, let me, let me put a pause there and say, a lot of times here we are. We're saved and we're sanctified. We love the Lord, but we are still human beings, also going through things that help make us and shape us to who we're supposed to be. So we are still having trials. We still go through things. My things may not be the same things that the congregation may go through at all times, but on my level, I have trials and tribulations, and I have things that God wants to prove in me that hey, that's not dead yet, Charles. I need you to get that straight. Amen. That part of you, you that. That ain't dead yet. I need to. I need that. I need that from you. I need that area. Oh, oh, oh. There's something right there. Okay, that right there. See that little attitude right there, child? Mm-hmm. You just that I need you to deal with that. And see, we've got to realize that those are the moments that God is using to help us now push and play again. The deal is, is that sometimes I, I needed to go back and I needed to understand the person's dilemma and how they were coming at me. They were coming at me probably from a hurt that happened prior to. So now I have empathy and sympathy for that person because I know things like that happens to me. So now I'm going, I'm calling, I'm, I'm getting things back in order. I'm going back with my heartbeat and with my um, my my ability to be able to um, to be able to pastor, so to speak, in in that way. So let me. I'm not trying to pastor my leader, but I need to be able to gently come back to them and say, "Hey, um, we, we we I mean no harm, but this is what we're looking." But you hurt my feelings, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sometimes I don't even need to let nobody know that they hurt my feelings more so than I need to figure out what that sore is. Mm-hmm. If they hurt my feelings, that means it's a sore, and that means there's a reason behind that. What is that sword? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. a problem? Is it is it a prior hurt? Is it something that never healed? Is it, something, yes, is it something that's going on uh, um, inside of my body that I don't know, I'm not aware of, that I need to deal with? You know, people have, and I'm in, in you know, I heard, uh, we, we're calling it Mama Lisa. Mama Lisa said, so y'all, we got problems in our gut and we need to get it straightened out and they need to get it moved. And our problem now is, is that most of us don't want to deal with the uncomfortableness of having to stay near the toilet. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got oh, that was I'm you sorry. better teach. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What your cash see, out there? See, listen. We got <laughs> you, you. You got to do what you got to do if you want to have a quality of life. There are some things we have to straight up get rid of. And that means if I have an attitude problem in an area, or here's the thing, listen, uh, Prophet Omaris, listen, when you and I and those of us who are in um, in leadership positions, you are in a place where people can see you and see you plainly. You're on top. You're the target of some right. things. And so guess what? They're going to talk about you. We're going to come, we're going we, we're gonna to talk about, there's going to be some times where people are going to talk about you and they're not talking bad about you. Sometimes people are trying to get understanding. Yes, yes. And then at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm being talked about. Lord, mm-hmm. I, been, I wish I could say, I mean, Vicki Wyden said it right. I mean, you know, and of course, there was James Cleveland, been lied on, cheated, talked, talked about, about, mistreated, mistreated. <laughs> Scorn, talking about it, showing you up, down, almost level yeah. to the ground. ground. But get to that last part. As long, Jesus, I'm about as, to long as, I got as long as I got ah, King Jesus, listen, listen, listen. You know, when I was when I was young, I played it. And I was like, oh, praise is cool. It's, it's a lovely song. It's funny. It's praise the Lord. It was, it was a lovely song. But let me tell you something. I'm 52. You're going to be 53 this year. And now... 
I know what that's like, and I can get happy. Now, I, I used to see my, my grandmother them get all happy about songs and stuff like that. I was like, it ain't all that. What y'all getting happy about? Mm-hmm. But now that I've lived some, mm-hmm. I've lived some and lived these things, man. Come Lord. on, come Woo. on. Pastor Charles, oh, and let me yes, throw this in here. Can I please throw this in here, too? Yes, sir. Because yes, sir. I get what you're saying. And let, when I tell you, are you wrecking the room? Oh, my God. That's what I love with these conversations because you're just wrecking the room. But I wanted to say this earlier, but <laughs> listen, I, I want to let you keep going. But I want you to kind of spin it, too, because even still here, you know, I still have a text at the top. And I'm, I'm basically. Please stop calling me now. But, yeah, so I'm basically off this text because I said, God. I want to see it in scripture where certain things like this happen. And even though, guess what? God sent a prophet to correct the leader. But guess what? Like you said, the prophet couldn't get to the leader because they were older. They they, they were in a bigger position. What you said, they were your superior. So if you would have went to the leader and expressed your concerns the way you did, or how you would have, because it hurt. It, it was just, you know, say it was just went good at that point. But then instead of saying, "Let me go back and talk to somebody else," because even in scripture, he he went to talk to the priest. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> he went to talk to the priest when the king was in charge. Do you know what I'm saying? So how, <laughs> Lord Jesus? So how in a place do you get when? <laughs> Now, instead of saying, hey, I came to you just because out of love. I came out of love as a prophet of God. Because remember, Amos said, I, I'm not a professional prophet. I'm not a real prophet. God ain't trained me to be a prophet. But he plucked me out of where I was and told me this word and told me to come bring you this word. And I can't get to him because we ain't really cool like that. I don't really got them prophetic credentials and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But God gave me this word. So I'm going to come to you and I'm going to give you this word, right? And instead of giving him the same word that I gave you, instead of giving him the, the, you know what I'm saying, the word that God gave me, you told this person that I'm trying to kill them. You told this person that, you know what I'm saying, that, that I'm trying to put an attack on not only him, but I'm trying to put an attack on all of Israel, my people. You know what I'm saying? That I'm actually discouraging not only him and trying to kill him, but I'm trying to kill my people. So there's a miscommunication there. How do yeah. we deal with how do we deal with the body of Christ dealing with the miscommunication of God? Because God is not the author of confusion, but just because he said one thing to you don't mean he'll say nothing else to me. Can I say something, Prophet, when you're yes. done? Yeah, uh, let, if uh, Pastor Charles can respond, and then I'm going to let you go, Larry. Okay, my response really quick is, is something called time. Something called time. Time, uh, um, how does the Bible, I mean, I'm sure I got to find that scripture that talks about time. But time is a, is a good thing because sometimes you just need to let time happen. And sometimes some things, especially if they're not true, they will die. If, there, if, there's, if there's no truth to it, and if, even if it was a moment, it, it will it will it will calm down. There's a song we sing now. It's called Reckless Love, right? And uh, the chorus says that there's no shadow he won't light up, mountain he won't climb up, coming after me. No wall he won't kick down, no lie he won't tear down, coming after I me. So that's a song, song, right? It's a song. So listen to this. The funny thing about it is sometimes the lie is not a lie; it's the truth. What do you do when that lie is the truth? But here's the here's the wonderful thing about it. In terms of in the kingdom dynamic. 
when um, it's not uh, lining up with what God has called you to and lining up to your destiny, it is a lie. Even though it's a truth and it's something that has happened, it is a lie. It is a lie. So you have to let God deal with that. And sometimes just let it go. You just need to let it go and keep moving forward. Let let whatever happened, happen. Let it stay back there, but keep keep on moving. Because at eventually that truth that was a truth now becomes a lie because that's not you anymore. And I rest my mic. That was good. That was good. Listen, I definitely see. That's why I tell people they got to read this text because when you read the, the text from a real life and a real, that's why I tell people the Bible is the oldest book, but I see why it's still a bestseller because truth be told, like we deal with real life situations that are still in the Bible that they were dealing with. And God is still trying to teach us how to deal with it from a biblical, biblical perspective, because sometimes, yeah, I believe truth be told, you know, we are, we used to say time heals everything. Pastor Charles, I don't know if you just said that just now, but I don't think you did. But I mean, yeah, I believe time does heal, but time don't heal anything because sometimes some people still you still it's twenty years and you still hurt. It's 30, 40 years, forty five years and you still hurt. So time sometimes don't heal everything, but I do believe time can heal things. However, I believe at some point we got to be adults and have adult conversations because ain't no time going to heal. These fists going to heal, but at time, time, time has always been time and time don't heal. But these, my hands will, and I'm going to put my hands on you for my hand. Uh, look, let me know. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Look, uh, there's, a, there's a prophetess that prophetess on Frozen said something. She said, let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. Okay. Okay. I'm leaving That's what Elsa okay. said. <laughs> yeah, better be my tribe. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. I think I want. I'm sorry. Oh, Larry. I'm not to go. Yeah, let him say something. Oh no, I'm enjoying this. Thank you. Um, but it's two things I wanted to say. You kind of touched on it just now, Prophet. Sometimes time won't heal what's not addressed. Right? Just like when you get a wound. If you get a wound that doesn't get dressed properly, it will seep and bleed and get Amen. infected. And sometimes we have to understand that until we address certain wounds, proper healing can't come. Some wounds need stitches, right? They need to be sutured. So if you're not suturing something that needs to be sutured, again, it will bleed and get infected. We have to remember that our revelation and conviction is not everybody else's revelation and conviction. And one of the reasons I feel like sometimes the house and the kingdom gets divided is because we are preaching conviction that God gave us and not the everybody else. Oh, praise him. And you're expecting somebody to live in your conviction who hasn't been convicted that way. I'll give you an oh, example. Oh, that's good. I'll give you an example. I went to a church where our pastor did not go to the movies. He said, oh, all dark things happen in the dark. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. when you go in the movies and you're in the dark and you're with somebody, you know, things happen. And I said to myself, no, I paid my money to watch this movie in IMAX. I'm watching this movie. Fact. I'm not going Fact. to the movies to sit there and fondle up somebody when I'm missing the movie that I paid $22 for to see it in 3D and IMAX. I'm not doing that. Thank you. I got you a know, purpose but, being here. <laughs> but you, you, can't, you can't preach your conviction and expect somebody to understand it. The Bible says we should rightfully divide the word of truth. When you rightfully divide the word of truth, the way it needs to be received by the other party, it will be received. We have a lot of people coming in and out preaching their convictions 
and opinions mm. and not the word. Exactly. And that's why we dividing people. I heard somebody say this the other day and it, it really, because I said, you gotta be careful with what you say. They said, oh, prophecy is only for people who don't listen to God. Wow. No. What? Lord Hammer. Well, no. Right. I was going to say no. I said, hold on. I said, you cannot say that because you have somebody in here that's saved and a believer saying they can't get prophesied to because right. they're not listening. I and said, that's you what you can't see, say that. And that's why I we got this division now. I said, oh. prophecy has been for the upbuilding of the body. Yes. We are able to receive prophetic words. I said, you can't say what you're saying. Oh, but the people that follow me know what I mean. I said, what about those that don't follow don't you? Follow that you. want come to come now. into the body that don't understand this, that will look at that and say, oh, then I, I'm wrong for receiving prophecy. Now their lives in shambles because they heard a man of God say, prophecy is only for people who don't listen. I said, you can't. You, We've got to stop doing this foolishness. It, it, I'm sorry, y'all. As a man of God and a ministry leader, this bothers me. You can't do that to people. I'm disturbed with you, bro. I'm you can't do this. And you can't sit there and say, well, my people know what I'm talking about. No. Everybody is not dividing the word that you just gave correctly. Some people are, I said, you got to stop spreading poisonous food and wondering why so many people get sick. Because you're mm -hmm. spreading rotten food. You can't That's get the word like that. Listen. Correctly. I said, listen, and, and the last point I want to make is a lot of people are not using the word to, to advance the kingdom and to show God. They want to show self. And they want to be recognized as this and that. And again, another thing I seen that disturbed me, I saw somebody that called himself the master intellectual prophet. And see. I said, I ain't see that. I said, that's in the Bible? I never seen that title. You know, the master intellectual prophet. And, and he said he was the one ordained to teach the people how to do this, that, and the other. And I said, man, you better be careful. So you're God now. Right, they be building these big targets. Oh, I'm, I'm so scared. You're taking these titles. You're taking these titles and y'all taking them to another level. Uh -uh. You're bigger than Jesus now. Right. You're intellectual. You going to hell? You the person that's going to hell? Prophet, like I've never heard. I said this is absolute foolery. You know, and and we gotta remember what the fivefold ministry is, right? Because everybody want to be a bishop now, too. Well, come on Talk now. About that. And pay $75 and get a bishop's license. You need a bishop of the internet? Like, right. come on. We, I'm sorry. This gets me upset. Because for me, it's about kingdom. It ain't even about Larry. It's about kingdom. And I want to see people come into the kingdom correctly. And I want to see people understand the kingdom, understand the power that God gave them to do certain things. I've seen people that say, oh, come to me for healing and, and only me. You give me this, I can heal you. I said, okay, now we are profiting 
off of being a prophet. I said, you're not a prophet. You're trying to profit. I said, we got to be careful. Don't lead people astray. This gift that God gave us, he died for, he paid the price already. There's no other price we have to pay. God laid down his life. He became sin, took it off for us and said, this is my gift back to you to reestablish the communion that Adam lost when he ate the fruit. God allowed these things to come into this world. I died for it again so that that connection and communion can come back. I rest my mind. So there's 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 a lot that goes along with uh, what we're discussing, and the root of it all is the spirit of divination. Hmm. And when we really focus in on what it is. At the end of the day, that's what it is. When you have somebody saying, come here, call me now, see Lee and CeeLo and all these people that's going to tell you about your future, they're going to tell you about your life, and they're going to heal you, and you're going to pay for it, that's witchcraft. I don't care, I don't care how you skin it, it's witchcraft. And until until we, the body of Christ, rightly divide, now, when we talk about rightly divide, that means we got to know the difference between sin and the difference between weight. Oh, I, right. I knew I wasn't going to get no help yes, here. Sir, yes, sir. You said sin and then wait. Wait, listen. Listen. Yes, sir. I'm listening. Oh, wait. Do you do you read your but do you read your Bible? Yes, yes. I, I, okay. I, I thought you said rape. I said what? he said lay aside every weight, every sin and weight, and right. the sin that does so Besides, easily beset yes, you. The problem in the body of Christ is we've labeled weights sin. Y'all ain't gonna talk here. It's okay. I I know what I'm talking about. That's I was going by myself, so right. I can stand by myself. You didn't talk about and listen, so, you better go ahead. Just go ahead right, and tell it. Until we get to the point that we call sin, sin, and people stop uh, using the word of God to cover their sin. Okay, it's quiet again. It's okay. I get it. Um, that That's when real deliverance is the house. So the, the reason why we have the divide is because we have a dividing kingdom. And the divide is... You have a remnant of folk that's living holy. Ooh. Just a remnant. Oh, you, oh you just a remnant. And I'm going to say it again. You got a remnant of folk that's living holy, but you got a whole slew of folk that's charismatic and they're gifted and they think they can cover Come up just because of the Broad is the way. And them the people that's calling the holy Broad people are unholy. So now here it is because this is how you understand where, where does the real anointing shine and you can hear because let me tell you something gifts and callings come without repentance so you you you're gifted to do what you're gifted to do okay that can't nobody take that from you 
okay? You, you you can you can be gifted to prophesy. Okay, prophesy. Come on now. But your life is in shambles. So that 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 Come that on. gift honestly is a stench in God's nostril. <laughs> and hence is why the Bible declares that the righteous will scarcely make it in by the skin Come of their teeth. Y'all ain't gonna on. talk to Come me, on. but I'm gonna keep on, on talking. Come on, and so Come when on. you talk about the, 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 the house is divided, you got to understand that if the righteous scarcely make it in, this right. is why we're going to get before the gate and the Lord, all these prophets and all these bishops and all these apostles Come and on. pastors and teachers, they're going to get up there and he's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, because I never knew never. you. The problem is, uh, Prophet Tactical, is we always quote that, but we forget the part that he said, I never knew you. Never. Okay. Pastor Anthony, there's something to say when God says he never knew you when he already created Come on. That that that's something to tell somebody that you you've that been working so much iniquity, I blotted you out of my mind. God, good Lord. For God to say that concerning you, your life and your gift. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, and that should be enough for you to line up and do what God said in Come the on. order that He said for you to do it. But you know, I'm I'm a uh, I'm gonna release my mic in just a second here uh, because I I, I definitely but want Christa, to hear nah, the conversation. Nah, nah, but I, because truth be told, they don't realize that until the afterlife. But people need to know. But, you but no, 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 no. Because see, watch this now. Mm -hmm. That 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 I disagree with, and I push back strongly. Okay. Because okay. It, here's here's why I push back. Because you, when you know the word, you are oh, accountable. There we go. There we and go. And you cannot Call tell me. Yes, sir. There you we cannot go. tell me that the same scripture you quote. It's, it's not going to come back to you and whip you upside your head. Thank you can't you. tell me that. The that's same message you right. preach, the same message that you part. prophesy, that it part. hits you yeah. first. Yes, sir. So that you part. cannot decree and declare and, and come against one sin and then don't come against mm -hmm. the next one. I, I need to stop talking. All right. So In um, 20 years of ministry? Come on now. You better And I'm going to tell you this, too. You better I'm going to say this, and, and I'm, I'm going to get off of here come on. because... The, the real divide, and, and, you know, we have some scholars in the building now, but the real divide is all of these schisms and isms in the Bible. Oh, oh. This is why we're really divided. Oh, okay. Because I like you, so I will allow you to do this. Or, all right, you have influence and you, you've caused a thousand people to come to my ministry, so I'm going to look over what you're doing. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, no, 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 sir. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. And where are the Nathans that's holding our leaders accountable? Y'all ain't gonna we, talk to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Christian, because that's why we express this divide. Because now we talk about it. Nathan is, is now Amos. Amos can no longer hold leaders accountable. No, 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 wait a minute now. Let's no, talk no, about no, it. No, 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 wait a minute. Because, because it, it, it's, it's a prophet. Watch this, sir. Did not he send a, a, a prophet, Isaiah, to Hezekiah yep. to straighten him out? So I don't know what you're talking about here. Hold on, hold on. God, here's God Christian, can use, Christian, God can use a prophetic voice. No. God can, and it ain't got nothing to do with that. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It's but their we, problem if they don't receive what God sent them. But that's the thing, though. 
Hezekiah had the responsibility where he had a prayer life with God to say, okay, well, hey, I can pray to God for myself and push back. The problem is we preach that to everybody so loosely that everybody thinks, oh, I can hear God for myself. So just because a prophet or somebody can Well, I will say this now. If you have a relationship with the Father, you should be able to hear him. True, true. Okay. So if you have a relationship, you should be able to hear him. True. But that does not negate the office or the gift of the prophet. Hey, I'm saying the same thing. Yes, sir. I'm saying the same thing. I agree with you. Oh, all right. So again, the, the there are some Nathans that that are prophesying, but but there are some people that are in position that are not listening. Mm. And so now you mm. have to then then That's, figure out if they're reprobate or not. There we go. Okay. Because did you slip into a reprobate mind? Because you won't hear. Okay. Because you won't hear, and you want to continue to be disobedient. That's I'm good. just saying. That's good. All right, that's I'm, it. I'm, that's it. Y'all can take it from here. I I gotta order my food. I'm so weak. So <laughs> listen, what I say, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Right before you go, Anthony, because you know, like I don't know anybody who's been in my room before should know. I don't like when uh, guests come on stage and go before the moderators or the people who's been in the room. So I definitely want somebody to reply before you come in because we've been in this conversation for a minute real quick. And what y'all really doing, that's why I pinned that link up there. What y'all really doing is working down my text. Y'all literally working down the whole thing without having to even read it because we still going through this thing in the body of Christ. And this, this scenario has happened multiple times over and over and over and over and over again. Even when we look at Jesus and how Jesus came and Jesus even has a whole passage of Matthew 23 and 23 and he corrects the, the, the Pharisees. He said, you niggas sit in the, I mean, you people sit in the position of Moses. You, you, you people is doing what we have called you to do it. Me and my daddy, you know what I'm saying? Him and God, you know what I'm saying? Not me, but him and God, you know what I'm saying? Doing what they do in the heaven, da, 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 da. And he has to come down and give the same correction. The same understanding of saying, okay, well, you 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 honor these certain things, you give the deal, so you give the tent, but then you you lack in the justice and the honor and the love. But then we have this person over here and other scriptures like the Good Samaritan, and you supposed to be the preacher. I sent you by them first. I sent you by these people first to heal them, to help them and restore them, and you didn't. And now we have people who are from whole different generations, genealogies cultures, all this other stuff, who helping them and showing them a God. Showing them God. Come on now. This look like, come on, we got to get this together. This divide ain't right. Anybody else want to jump in? I, I seen somebody clapping their mic um, first. I think it was Pastor Charles or Julie. And then I definitely want to throw it over to Anthony. Anthony, I ain't mean to um, cut you out, but I, I, I was building the queue, but I want to respect the people who had, was already in the room and on the stage first because they were I don't know who was waiting to talk before Christian, but Christian was giving his uh, Christian poor. Christian, you poor. And that your poor eight. Like, when I tell you, that blessed my spirit. Like, oh, my God. Okay, Anthony, uh, there's nobody in clapping. Pastor Charles, was it you? You or Keith? One of y'all. I was clapping some. But listen, I'm I'm going to say this, and, okay. and, and it's just, it is what it is. Um, Christian is right, you know, according to the, what the scriptures have told us is that these things were are happening because we need to really allow ourselves to align, align with him and with his kingdom. And if we make a decision not to align with his kingdom, then you are aligning yourself either with yourself 
or with the kingdom of darkness. It's either light or dark. It's not, there's not uh, uh, an in-between, you know? So that is that is the word. It is the word. And not, right. not only is it the word, but it's something that we are to live live by. I've just found out though, though, and I understand even in that process, that we're living our lives, not day by day, not minute and second by second, but we're living our lives choice by choice. That's where I know I'm saved. When something comes to me and I'm walking in, in my and walking in my life and something comes up that um that is uh, I have to make a choice whether this a is a righteous choice or a fleshly choice or fleshy choice. And so right. when we come to it, what do we decide? You know, and, and that is the thing. And I believe that now in this in this day and season, God is looking for a people who are righteous. I didn't say dance, 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 dance all night. I said righteous. Righteous means God's right way of doing his right way of being. That is what righteousness is in, in a nutshell. And so we have to make a decision to do what is right and to be righteous, to be right. In fact, be found in that place. I can work all day long with you if I know that you're working towards righteousness. I can work all day, but if you're not, I work with you. But I realize that there's a limit to what to what uh, maybe our conversations will be. There's going to be a limit to those kinds right. of things. But anyway, you know, so we're we're good. We're good. And I just wanted to drop that in there. Um, and that's again, good. you know, no, and, and 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 here's the funny thing, and I love it because Christians' delivery is delivery is 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 that is the way it is, and I don't. And I'm, I don't knock that. I love it. In fact, that's what I grew up on. Everyone's my, unique. My, yeah. Everybody's unique. You know, yeah. so my, my, my approach is probably going to be more pastoral. So I may have a felt right. glove on and I may say, hey, you know what? You're going to, I, I may say, listen, I may say, you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but probably going to be like, oh, no, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong. Same, right. same situation, same word. Is is just again the, the hearers that are uh, that are hearing this have to be able to make receive that it, determination yeah. and receive that. And so yes. nothing wrong with it. And please understand, you know, um, and I'm not knocking it. Please know that I'm not doing that. Right. But I think we just have to really recognize that when the word is coming forth and when it's say when he's saying what he's saying, it is what it is. The word is right and the Bible is right. And if the Bible, there's a, there's a, I keep quoting songs. But you know, we got so many people discrediting the Bible nowadays. Listen, okay, we and we know who they are. From King and we're gonna James let them play Version, they are. NIV Version, New Listen. Testament. People listen. are in their own Bibles nowadays, and, and this becoming, <laughs> never mind, let me shut up. Listen, 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 <laughs> we're, we're, in a, we're in a day and a time now that, you know, people don't want to receive sound doctrine, sound doctrine. And the thing is, you can put it in whatever version of the Bible you want to. When people don't want to hear it, they will close their ears to it. But we are called to cry loud and to spare not to continue to be able to preach this gospel because someone is going to hear it. I'm constrained. The reason I can't do certain things is because I'm constrained by this great gospel that he is that he has allowed me to be able to be a part of and to oh. hear and now to preach. You know, so, you know, there, there, there are certain things that I won't do. Like I said, at the end of the day, we have to preach and preach this word right and rightly divide it. We have to do it. And if we rightly That's divide it, you know, if we rightly divide it, then, then some of the issues we're having, we won't be having. And and some things you got to realize, some things are for you, but some things are not expedient, or maybe you can't take it right now. Take, put it aside until the Lord will, he'll, he'll grace you, he'll help you. Sometimes we're sore. We still got those sores. And as, as uh, 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 Pastor Larry said, 
so Prophet Larry said, he said something that was very key. You know, he says, you have, there are some things and you basically have to deal, you have to deal with it right at the at the root of where wherever it started where we have to deal with it you just have to actually come face to face with it and actually deal with it so when we deal with it though and when you're dealt with are you able to take the truth of what's happening and are you willing to not only take the truth are you willing to change it to be what it's supposed to be that's the question and that is where i'm gonna i'm gonna um Turn my mic off for now. I'm not driving my Escalade yeah. away yet. I was say, I'm about to do escalate. it. I haven't, I haven't done it. I've got to go do it yet. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna turn the mic off a little bit. That's all Man. I'm gonna do right now. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna throw it over to Anthony real quick. But low key, Pastor Charles, and this is why I see I have pushback because you know, it's, well, not pushback with you, but just pushback with certain things because now I want to have a deeper conversation because we stand out against certain things, but then I think there's still. I wouldn't say maybe a misunderstanding, maybe a miscommunication or something. I don't know. But I'm finna, and God has graced me. Oh, God bless me. I got access. Oh, when I tell you, I got access, phone numbers. I didn't sit at tables with people. And I don't try to brag about it because the Bible says, stay humble, he gonna lift you up. And I'm keep, I'm gonna try to keep going up. So I'm gonna shut up about all the secrets. I'm a prophet of God. So I'm blessed with secrets and mysteries. And with man and of God. Ain't that a blessing? Let me say that again. I'm blessed with the secrets of man and of God. But I keep shutting up. So that's why I gotta learn when to shut up and when not to shut up. But I'm gonna have a conversation now. And I'm gonna throw it over to Anthony. But I gotta ask a question. Because this is in scripture. And I told y'all we following off of this 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 king this kingdom divided thing, right, right, right. And the the, the priest, literally in text, literally in the Bible, he says, and this is New Living Translation. Um, he says, "Get out of here, you prophet. Go back to the land of Judah and earn your living by prophesying there." I'm gonna read it from King James version. Let me show what it says in King James version. I saw Amos. So they see what part of the text a prophesied not against Balaam and the king. Uh, what part was it? Why King James always do this? It never puts the scriptures like in order. And it swore the word against. Also, Amos said unto him, Okay, here it is. O thou seer, flee thee away from the land of Judah and eat thy bread and prophesy there. But prophesy not against, well, prophesy not again anymore at, what's it, Bethel? Yeah. So that's the scripture I'm kind of wrestling with. And maybe it's just because I don't know how to um properly harmonize my homiletics with the proper hermeneutics. And I don't know how to. to what's, what is that text and, again? Let me, give me the text again, please. Amos chapter number seven. And it's, it starts at the 10. I'm, I'm, I, I start completely at the 10. But then, you know, we understand the text. I ended at the 15th. Oh, okay. I'm just looking at it real quick. So like, when did we like... become so sensitive that we can't receive? Okay. Well, listen to this. Listen to this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at the scripture right now. I use something called Bible Gateway. And I kind of, you can. Oh, I love Bible Gateway. You can put, you know, you can put three of them together. You three know, of them you put all the, at the same you know, time. Yeah. Yep. Or more, or more. But here's here's that seventh in the 10th verse. And here's, here it is. Amaziah, uh, here begins the reading of God's word, um, verse 10. Then Amaziah, then I'm reading the NIV version. Uh, then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent uh, a message to Jeroboam, king of Israel. Yep. Amos is raising a conspiracy against you in the very heart of Israel. The right. land cannot bear all 
his words. Okay, um, I, I'll have to do some study on it, and I need to see the uh, pretext and the post text of that um, to read the full chapter. Um, and I'm probably going to do that. I can't. I'm not going to speed read now. But imagine though, imagine this whole situation that um, that God is, is speaking and using this man to speak the word of the Lord, and all of a sudden, uh, someone is saying um, the, a priest. Um, sent a message the king. Say, saying that telling the king that Amos is raising a conspiracy because what he's saying is too strong. Mm. And then Amaziah said to Amos, Get out, you see, or go back to the land of Judah, earn your bread there, and do your prophesying there. Don't prophesy anymore at Bethel because the king's sanctuary and the, uh, the uh, this is the king's sanctuary and the temple of the kingdom. And Amos answered, I, uh, I was neither a prophet nor a son of the prophet, but I was a shepherd. But I also took care of sycamore fig trees, but the Lord <laughs> took me from tending the flock and said to me, go prophesy um, to my people Israel. Now then, hear the word of the Lord. You say, do not prophesy against Israel and stop preaching against the decision of Isaac. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Your wife, okay, so look at this. Your Ooh, wife has become I, a prostitute in the city. Oh, God, okay. And your sons and daughters will fall by the sword and your land will be measured and divided up and you yourself will die in a pagan country and Israel will surely go into exile and away from their native land. Look what's happening. Mm. Now, I'm just, like I said, this is a speed read, but look what's happening. You've got Amos, who who's basically uh, saying, I'm a nobody. And God called me out of nobodydom to be able to speak and prophesy and prophesy to the, to your kingdom and to prophesy to you all. To and God's, you guys are, to God's yeah, people. Yeah, God's and then king. you say, listen to this, and then you say, um, this is too strong for me. We, we're a place of peace. We ain't trying to hear all that loud stuff and that prophesying and that bad prophecy stuff. Right, we don't want to hear want, it. Uh-uh. And so, yeah, that's what he said. That's what he's saying here. So, you know, so, uh, and so he comes back and says, okay, you said don't do it. But now here's what the Lord says uh, back to you on this. Since you didn't listen to the warning, here's what's going to happen. And he goes to the 17th verse and it goes down to there. Now, I will say this. <clears throat> God is prophesying. He has been prophesying to us or been speaking to us um, for a while, for a long time, concerning certain things, that if you do this, then I will do that. If you do what's right and you honor me, then I will honor you in, 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 your, in your kingdom. And then so you see these kinds of things all over, but this is right here is a great story and a great uh, about, reminder. We're going to have part two, just because yeah. everybody wants to come in the room now. We're going to have part two. This is, this is a reminder. tackle it. This is a reminder. In here, let's not even let's not even go to prophesy. Let's not even say this prophet. What Hello. about those of us that are teaching the word of God and, and Sean, giving? It also word. shows the correlation between a pastor becoming a prophet or a prophet becoming a pastor, or whatever you want to call that transition. But see, here's the funny thing: the fivefold ministry of God that He has used to be able to perfect the church: the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. He's using all of that. The hand I call we call it I call it the hand of God because it's 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 a fivefold ministry. You use each finger. One of them is a part of the fivefold ministry. He's used his what? hand has got to oh, be God. on our lives. And so what we're doing now is what's happening is that we're uh, and this is just the dispensation we're in. We have his used, hand is on me. Huh? Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. See, there's some things that's been happening. Yo, about to start teaching this morning, man. That. <laughs> There's some things that's been happening in the earth, man. And it's funny that we have always capitalized on one of 
the different fivefold ministry gifts. In the 80s, in the 80s, going into the 90s, I, you know, that's when, you know, I was probably in the 80s. I was um, um, in, in junior high, middle school, high school. So during that time, though, when I was in church, during that time, all of a sudden, the rise of the teacher came up. The, the rise of the teacher. So everybody was, nobody was, um, they, you know, we still had preaching and hooping and we had that kind of thing, but a lot of folks were starting to gravitate towards teaching. And so the teacher became prevalent. And all of a sudden after that, then the teacher and then the pastoral gift started to come up as we started to move towards the 90s. And then you see all of a sudden the mega church, the mega church movement was starting to happen. And so it was a little bit of evangelism. And But the thing was the evangelism was tainted because the evangelism wasn't really centered on Jesus. It was centered on numbers, period. And it was oh, not centered on discipleship. It was not centered on discipleship. So here's what has happened. What you're seeing now, where people are leaving the church, a lot of those folks were in that great discipleship era, in a great era of evangelism, but there was no discipleship and no keeping power being put, talked about in those churches. Now, those that did, praise the Lord, but it was a lion's share that were not having the discipleship piece that was going to help to ground the people so that when pandemic happened, they wouldn't leave God. And so now here we are again. And then the next movement, of course, now is the prophet. The prophetic movement all of a sudden starts to come on the rise. You know, we start having the prophetic. Everybody wants to be, you know, now we're here. Now everybody wants to be a prophet. But the sad part about it is, is that we're a little late on that now. It's nothing wrong with prophesying. It's nothing That's wrong with having. It's nothing wrong with that. That's a part of the fivefold ministry. That is, this is good stuff. This is you what we're right. supposed to have. We're supposed to have that. So it, I'm not not downing any prophets, but now we have to go back and deal now back into evangelism again. We're back to that right. again because folks That's have left future. God. They have left. They have left. God, they have made, there are people that we thought that were in church that were shouting and running and doing everything as soon as the pandemic happened and you couldn't go to church, which is something we're supposed to do. We couldn't do it all of a sudden because now. The told you, whew, what is, come on now. Yeah, they, yeah now, now, now we're gone. Now a lot of people have left the church and not only have they left the church, let's go to, to let's take it all the way back to the, the real deal. They left Thank God. Thank you. Let's but be nobody honest. wants to let's say be that. Honest. They don't want to say it. Nobody wants to say that. They left God. They have made some decisions now that I don't necessarily need God. In fact, let's go to real deal. I'm I'm God because I'm list. I thought I was listening to God, but you're listening to your own self. Come and on, a person man. who's convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. They when you think when you got folks who are listening to themselves, they've recluse now, and now they're listening to their own uh, uh their own wisdom their own whatever and they're not getting anything external no one telling them hey yo 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 i know you Please i know you feel like job. you feel but you you're off you're off you you're today today you're off you ain't you ain't you're not thinking right you're not thinking properly and so what has happened is that we're reclusing into ourselves believing our own press believing our own lies and now here we are in this season trying to convince people that they need god now listen i'm not gonna get tired of this i'm not gonna get tired of this, this is my job I'm supposed to preach the gospel. I'm going to preach the gospel and I'm going to keep doing it because I know that there's a remnant of people that needs to have their voice in the earth. The reason we have all these different things happening in the earth now, all these different, uh, hand, I'm putting my quotes up, agendas that's happening in the earth right now is because the righteous people, the people of God have not been talking. What is the thing that happened in the pandemic? 
Our mouths got covered. I'm going back to that again. Our mouths got covered, yeah. and because our mouths you better talk about these masks. When this, hey, when our mouths got covered physically, that also shut the mouth of the people of God. But how many of us know that this is the season and the time of the open door and the open mouth? Open your mouth now, and you declare what's supposed to be declared. Listen, all of us mm. have the ability. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you uh, you have the ability to prophesy and to speak to the wind and to speak out of of, the, of your mouth what is supposed to be happening. I'm looking at the news now, a whole different light. When I see something on the news, they're saying there's high suicide rates amongst little kids. Oh, that breaks my heart. So come what on, am I gonna come do on now, the person. What am I going to do as a kingdom person? What I'm going to do as a kingdom person now is I'm going to speak to that wind. I'm going to declare in the name of Jesus out loud. I'm going to say this out loud to the new. I'm saying it while the TV is on. In the name of Jesus, that stops today. In Jesus' name, Lord, let your remnant of people speak to these kids. Lord, let the wind of your Holy Spirit speak to these children. Allow, Lord, your people to be able to become strong enough and not fearful to speak the word of the Lord over these kids. Lord, help us. Let your people rise up and let us anoint our kids. Let us lay hands on them. Let us teach them who they're supposed to be. It'll teach them that you can't do what you need to do for destiny and you're dead. I don't even think these kids even understand what that means. They think the suicide is, they think they can come back for it from it or something, I guess. I don't know. But they don't even realize that that is the end in terms of on this earth. You are done when you do that. So we need to rebuke and call and speak against the spirit of suicide. But you know what? We can't do that because we're fighting each other. We're fighting each other in the kingdom. We, we say, we love the Lord. Hallelujah. We love him. And so, but I need to fight about what I believe. And I need to fight about my portion. I need to fight about whether or not I spo- I'm supposed to prophesy. I'm supposed to fight about whether or not I believe that there's prophecy in the earth. I mean, all that kind of stuff is there. And I get it. But at the end of the day, we who understand that the kingdom is trying to be divided, we've got to stand strong. And we've got to come together and let's come together on what we agree on, that Jesus is Lord. Let's come together on and be in agreement on that I believe in the fivefold ministry, that the fivefold ministry is here to help me and to help the, the body to become. And let us who understand that, let us get on our job and not be afraid. Scripture says, set your face like flint. That means your face needs to be so hard hardened that no matter what comes at you, if anything happens, it's going to cause a spark and it's going to cause a fire, a holy fire. And listen to this. At the end of the day, I'm not trying to see the fire of hell. I want to see Holy Ghost fire here on the earth and let it consume everything that's not like him in the name of Jesus. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Y'all done got me riled up this morning. I think I need to go ahead and I need to go to sit back, go some, go to the, I'm gonna go to the church and turn the mics on and just holler in there. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Hallelujah, Amen. Listen, Pastor Charles. Man, okay, who's next? I mean, because at this point, he, he, I mean, oh God. Um, somebody, I'm sorry. Somebody needs to phone. also teach on uh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Somebody no, needs good, to preach on. Anthony, sorry, I'm going to get out of here real quick. Uh, I, somebody needs to preach on once save, always save, because I'm so Salvation. sick of that. Yep. Yes. No. Mm-mm. <clears throat> oh, Anthony, you can fall, but you can cut back up. Look, you, right. you know what's funny about that? That once save, always save. I'll tell you what's funny about it. Here's the thing: the scripture even says that nothing can nothing can separate out of his you hand. from the love. Come on now. Nothing can pluck nothing can pluck you out of his hand. <laughs> but because we are not robots, 
because we have will. We have will. We have a will. Thank God that he didn't make us as robots. But, but we, we have a will, and we have to make a decision to be with him. And if you make the decision not to, then guess what? You can jump out. Now, if you want to be kept, he'll keep you. But if you don't want to be kept, he, he's not going to keep he'll, he'll let you go. He'll let you go into the wild. Listen, that's a scary situation. That's a scary thought. Scary. I want his hand on me. I want right. him to that's keep his hand on me. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. But you, but you know what? But you know I what, need his Pastor hand on Charles, me. What happens is we, we, we get so comfortable and complacent with God that we forget that he's I'm Come on now. There, there, there is something within our flesh that causes us to forget our confession um, because we get to a place, yeah, we need them. Yeah, we know we want them. But it's just that thing that, you know, we say, hey, I just, I got to go here. And what we know he's that? telling us. Watch this, but he know, we, we hear the voice of God giving us our way out. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Y'all ain't going to be honest. We we hear the voice of God because he tells us that he will always give us a Come way. Come on now. Thank God he's, for he's the giving us, He's giving <laughs> us the way out, but because it's something that we really want or we really desire, we go into it, we do it, and then we come out and we say, oh, God, forgive me, right? We're very remorseful but not repentant because we don't want to change. And so it's not until that change comes wow. yeah. that we understand that I need his hand upon my life. I can't do nothing without him. I want to see Jesus. I want to see the man I've been praising all my life. I want to see him. And so in order for me to do that, there are some things that I have to put in place. There's some boundaries. There's some things that I have to set up so that I don't fall. The Bible says in Corinthians, Corinthians, take heed unless you what? Come on now. Okay. So we have to understand that there, there is, there is a place in our life that we have to really become repentant and stop being remorseful before we end up reprobate and saying everybody else is wrong, but we the real ones that's wrong. Oh, oh. Come on now. God have mercy. Listen, we got to, y'all, it's 1113. <laughs> so I'm so happy because all my big sisters is in the room. Oh, my God. Dr. Cheney Rose and Jay Charity. Oh, right. I can't yeah. look. Dr. Cheney. You know came up here? Oh, I need to piggyback what you just said, Kristen. You know, oftentimes, you know, we are remorseful many times because we've gotten caught. It's not because we lamented unto God. So does that make us comfortable? Oh God, that we know we have done that are out that's outside of His will, and so I, I think that there is a critical call with our mouths being from behind the masks, as Pastor Charles has stated, where we're going to have to learn how to not only lament, but we're going to have to learn how to pull others with us and we all lament unto God for the things that we've done knowingly and unknowingly. There are some things that we we just do in our flesh that you know we've gotten so comfortable that we say that this is a part of who we That's are. That's it. Preach. And until Come on we now. Get, right. 
to the place where we are lamenting unto God. And lament is not saying, I'm sorry, and I'm going to figure out how to change. Lament is, I, I, uh, not only do I recognize that what I'm doing is outside of the wheel, but I also recognize that there has to be a change in my Absolutely. behavior. And we start yes. putting the, the feet to the prayers that we give unto God and stop rendering these baseless and these spineless prayers unto God where we repeat and regurgitate all the things that we say all the time. Thank you for waking me up this morning and starting me on my way. Hell, he already knows that. He don't need you to say it again. Let's talk about the things our heart. Let's start talking about the things that are on our minds. Let's start, and we gotta get past these these feelings of um, inadequacy when we're talking to God. He already knows who we are. Because Come on now, girl. Christians, then He already knows us. Jeremiah gave it to us very clearly. He knew us before we were even found to be a fetus in our mother's wombs. And so, since we understand that, take away the 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 inadequacies that we have when we have to go before God and talk to him and allow him to talk back to us. But you know, I have said this many times this week. We have to learn how to listen. You've been and saying I that since we on Clubhouse. To listen and talk. We, we, we listen so we can give a response or so we can say amen. We need to learn to listen so that God can speak to us and he can help us move from the trajectories of 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 wherever we are to the to our next levels. God is waiting on us. And instead of trying to find some preacher, some prophet, some apostle to tell us what thus saith the Lord, if you spend some time in talking to him yourself, you will find that you don't need no prophet or no preacher. The preacher will come and confirm unto you what God has already said to you. But God will speak directly to you if you stop playing with him. And I'm going to end there. Listen, listen, Lord, hold on, hold on. Listen. I gotta reset, y'all. I gotta reset. Hello, hello, y'all. We gotta reset because we didn't, y'all didn't realize we didn't shift it to 11 o'clock. Like, and it's 11 17. That's why I be remind y'all told me, hey, be mindful of the time too now because listen, people will come in the room and I'm telling you, we listen for two minutes, but I'm telling you, we gotta, re we gotta remember. That's why I remember old clubhouse rules. Jay Charity, Jay Charity taught me that because when she, like, we gotta reset. Because man, this is a powerful conversation. This is so powerful. Because this you have is to why we continue to have this. What you then say? You have Keith? to load it up the podcast, so you have a certain amount of time. Right. And then I got man. See, that's why I need some producers on my team and, and some. But man, yeah, that's why we gotta do a part two of this. I didn't really know what I was gonna do the rest of the week off of for real, for real, except for news and hot topics and how y'all flow. But when we really started talking about this, as we move into February, because I knew, God told me, y'all know I write everything down in my notebook, right? So God told me we was already going to do the 12 days of love, and we was going to express it from, of, of course, relationship perspective, but we was also going to shift from the love, the, 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 the Christian perspective, understanding, lamenting, how you actually love on God, how you love on people. Like, all, like oh, y'all gave me so much for the coming weeks, like, Man, but you know what? Let me let me talk to that. Let me talk oh, to that. Oh, Jerry, don't don't give it all away no, yet. Give let a sample, please. Give you, a sample. You, we got we sample. gotta get past these thoughts that we need people for God to bless us. 
and for Come God on. to use us. Let me tell you something. One of the one of the things my daddy told me when I was a little girl, and this is before I became a teenager. My daddy used to always say, "Ministry is lonely." And oh. if you can get the my understanding God. that ministry is lonely, if you can understand that as a child, you become an adult. It will be easy to be by yourself. And Come I didn't on understand now. what he was saying to me. I didn't get it, but I, oh my God, I get it now. Let me tell you something. When you believe in God and when God has chosen you to be his woman or his man, when God has chosen to use you to speak through, I don't care how you feel. How you feel. We Come can on be now. friends all day long. We can laugh. We can chop it up. But when God is speaking, God I don't have speaking. time to figure out how your feelings are when God is speaking. Come and so while, yes, you can love people, and yes, you can enjoy people, if God has called you to a higher standard, if God has called you to be more in him, you don't have time to worry about what is it that other people got to feel or what is it people got to say about what God told you to do. Because if he called you to it, he will make provisions for it. I did not know how this move to Orlando was going to work out. If you've been close to me, you know that I've been home without a real check since, since September. I have not had one piece of income for me since September. Because I went out on short-term disability and did not go back to work. I didn't know how I was going to work it out. I didn't know how I was going to feel. I didn't know any of that. Well, when I tell you that God has provided to me to where I drive when I want to drive, I eat what I want to eat. I have bought stuff that I probably shouldn't have bought because I had no income. God will make some provisions <laughs> for you when you are doing what it is. He has Woo! a purpose for Jeez. you to do. Right, so come on. speak to somebody who has been dealing with Worrying about what other people got to say or what other people to have to do in order for you to be successful. You don't need other people for God to use you, period. And, and, and prophet, I don't talk to you on more than just right. I was gonna say, you preaching to me. <laughs> lamenting you need to lament unto god you need to learn how to listen and then you got to get out of your way when it deals with other people so that god can really use you for whatever he has called you to be and for real i am done now listen that's why i took a whole day off because i needed some time to lament jay charity and what we gonna do is like i told y'all at this point i'm planning certain days or weeks out like we even take it like you should be on here early we taking a week where we gonna learn how to um uh, detox and all that other stuff and we gonna learn how to lament too because at this point yes we need it like God prophet omari prophet omari I, I, I got a question i got it just one question yes sir and you can answer it or you, you don't have to answer it. what is what she said is that confirmation uh for what's been kind of happening this week is that confirmation for you i'll answer, answer that decline Kristen, you petty. No, I was yeah, I was just saying it's somewhat confirmation, but but that's why I say we all have to take those times. And Pastor, that's me and you even talk. That's why I took a whole day to lament because I don't think it's just me though in the body of Christ though. It's all of us. We as a body. No, 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 no. When you go before God, you can't talk about all. Come on. When you're talking oh, well, it, about lamenting, yeah, yeah. you got to stop. And, and listen, lamenting is not sitting in the middle of the floor crying and praying unto God. Come on. Lamenting is 
preparing your soul and your heart for the things that you have done wrong, the things that you don't understand, the things that you need for him to speak unto you. Lament is not these crocodile tears that we see people walking up and down these aisles in these churches doing. That's not lamenting. Exactly. Wow. Now, you better teach God to look right. That's what I, I mean. You better teach. Listen, I said a sample. My I said God. a sample. Go ahead. My listen. God, listen. The is when you get to the place where you can Come say, on. Now, God, I'm not playing with you. Yeah. Now. I need Come on now. Put a demand on God. God, I'm not playing with you. I need to hear from you. And I need for you to tell me what it is that you have for me to do. God, I need for you to guide me. I need I'm you to take away the lust of my feet. Yeah, and take away the lust of my eyes, Father God. I need for you to come and pick me and pluck me out of the garden so that you can use me for a real work. That's lamenting. And until we get to the place where we can understand that God has called us to more and we got to... Put our heart and our soul in it. God is not going to be able to use it. You better breathe. You better breathe. I mean, if y'all would have wake up this morning, just say that. That's it. If y'all would have wake up, just say that. Just tell me y'all want to wake up. Just say that. Listen, this is, this, morning. this is Dr. Carla. Listen, God bless you, Prophet. Thank you so much for allowing me on the stage. Amen. I was just sitting here listening and um, uh, Jay Charity has really just blessed me and stirred me up. I've been enjoying uh, Pastor um, Charles. He said a, a thousand mouthfuls, but um, my God today, but everything Jay Charity just said just really resonated in my spirit um, because when you get to the point of desperation come on when you know what i'm on now when you know you really need god come on when you when you really serious and you about your salvation and you want to hear god come on you tired of the devil tricking you and trapping you come on you will get to a place where you will lament amen like she said about you know um everything that you're going through your sins not only just your sins but when you just in a deep seek amen concerning your future you want to hear him you don't want to be deceived by the enemy you think you're hearing god but you're hearing your flesh there comes to a place of, of, a, of a deep seek and like you said this ain't predicated on nobody else just come on you and god this ain't you sitting Indian style in the middle of your flow. Come on, somebody. But you really come under the, the old Takaya. You get to a quiet place. And something else powerful she said that really hit me, when she said you need to hear. And that's the part we miss. The body of Christ, we're so impulsive. Dr. We're so Rose, Takaya. We're so impulsive. We don't know how to be still for a moment and wait on God man. and listen for the next, how he want to move. When somebody come to you just because they want a word, amen. God may not Sit be down and say no. right away. You ain't got to just throw something out your mouth real Come quick just now. to uh, appease the people, amen. But you got to be still hear what God is saying. Hallelujah. And even in deliverance, praise mm -hmm. God. Mine Sometimes you got to be still because even though God want to deliver a person, there is a method. My, 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 my soul. It's a strategy. Glory be to God. And the Holy Spirit manifests um, deliverance in different ways. So you got to be still, hear God and see what method he want to use in this particular 
deliverance. My God, people do, um, the Bible say he take the foolish things and confound the wise. God may uh, uh, do different things. Some people use handkerchiefs. Come on, some people uh, use water, whatever it is. Amen. Glory be to God. Um, that the method that God want to use, you have to be still and hear God. Amen. And we don't be still enough and say, hold on a second, pause. Let's 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 wait for a minute. Amen. It ain't going to take nothing away from you. The devil ain't going to attack you no Come more um, because you ain't moving fast enough. Praise Come God. On. But we need to learn how to hear God. And what people fail to realize, part of praying is sitting there and shutting up. Because while we're praying, we're doing all the talking to God. But we never shut up and let him speak back to us and give us the remedy and the blueprint and the instructions for our life. Amen. And I'm going to uh, yield the, this is Dr. Carla, and I'm going to yield the mic. But thank you so Bless much. For me. Love you, Dr. Carla. Bless me. Love you, you too, me. sweetie. Bless you. Hello. Let me let me step in real quick, y'all, because we got to make sure we end this before 12 o'clock. But what I tell y'all, this is why I curate these spaces, because it, it's, man, it's hard for me to communicate it with, with my peers. But when I tell y'all come in here and articulate it in such a way that is so inspirational and empowering, like, oh, my God, like, literally, my mind is blown. Because when I tell you, there are some days, I told y'all earlier, I was sitting in the cave and I have to find it. I have to look like, hear God, like you gotta be desperate to hear God, but we gotta teach people that. That's why we gotta come back with this same conversation tomorrow on a different level because, whoo, Jay Cherry and Dr. Crump, like, come on now, y'all. And that's why I gotta go ahead and refresh before Dr. Pat and then I just get up here and low key, I'm telling you, this is why this scripture is still pinned up there because this is the homework. This is the homework for tomorrow because we're coming back and we're still talking the same scripture from different levels. But then I'm going to throw it in there tomorrow with Jesus because, you know, y'all know we love to do the comparisons between the Old Testament and New Testament. But when I tell y'all, we're going to come back tomorrow and talk about the same thing. And I'm telling you, me and Jay Charity might schedule a day. Jay Charity, like low-key. We might have to just, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to pitch it to you behind the scenes, but uh, uh, Ministry Up Monday where we come in and just, or you come in and just teach on certain things like lamenting and all this stuff like that would be a blessing because, man, God, I don't want my spirit out. But PTR, everybody, PTR, because the time now is uh, like, it's 1129, 1130, and I have to, I have to, I have to get to Final remark and the question of the day. And at this point, I don't even know what the question of the day, and I try to write them down, but I wrote down so many based off of the conversations that we had, because normally I write, I try to write down the question of the day already to prep for the week, which is probably upstairs in my notebook. But you know, based off of how the conversation goes, how the room goes, sometimes this question of the day can change because i always want to build on something for tomorrow and i always want to understand the different perspectives of people so with that being said let me look at my notebook real quick to see what the question of the day is and if i do not have one we just gonna go with final remarks because y'all and already ate up this week okay no i do have a question a, a question of the day because truth be told this room started off the scripture of the day yeah, I know we do news and hot topics and then we go into the actual topic of the week and day and stuff like that. Well, recently, you know, in the body of Christ, as well as in the world now that we see, the people be slandering people's names and stuff like that. 
Like people be talking, people be talking. And it, this was supposed to be a news and hot topic thing, but it's not like, eh, we ain't really get to it. But I still want to understand how people feel about it because it kind of happened in the room last night. Because when certain people talk about you or when certain things happen, at certain points, you got to be able to act and you got to be able to do certain things and whatnot because, you know, you got people to look out for and all that other stuff. And that's why we got to come back with this conversation tomorrow, too. Because sometimes we should, like Pastor Charles said, sometimes we should just sit down and just wait and do nothing. Sometimes we got to go seek God, like Jay Cherry said, go seek God for us, understand us. And then sometimes we have to be able to pop back like David and say, hey, shall I pursue an overtake? Because truth be told, I can't gain that back again. So I want to understand... And this goes into the question of the day. Because something I pray against is the spirit of retaliation. I, I oftentimes, and that's something I've even put in my prophecies, some on my website, something that I even advise people to do. Pray against the spirit of retaliation because you don't always got to pitch on overtake. You don't always got to respond. You don't always got to say stuff. But then, like Pastor Char said, even earlier this week, and even in this room, and even Christian told me, you got to learn when to, when to respond and how to respond. So, Y'all seen recently in the news, and this kind of goes, it's going to cut into our news and hot topics segment, segment tomorrow. But recently in the sorry about that. It's 11.30, people calling. But recently, Cardi B won in a lawsuit over a million dollars over defamation, over people trying to talk about her. Well, not even people. Uh, a, a well-known YouTube star was talking about her. And was trying to drag her name, trying to bring her up. Just just saying something about Cardi B that she didn't agree with. That she didn't even know nothing about, whatever the case may be. And they made her win the case. As Christians, the Bible tells us we don't supposed to take people to court. As Christians, the Bible says we got to go to people one-on-one and work things out. However, I believe at some point, some form of action should be taken outside of I think what we feel morally sometimes or spiritually because even in the Bible I think somewhere it's found where if a thief be caught or something like that he owe me sevenfold and that's just if he be caught or whatever the case may be meaning there gotta be some type of law enforcement or something so I wanna know and this is going to the question of the day as well as the final remarks of the room at what point do we get up off our knees, stop praying, and start putting real actions behind what we do? Because we only ghetto when we get in the flesh. But when do we get a little ghetto in the spirit where, we, where David said, hey, I'll go back and I'll pursue and overtake because you were wrong and I deserve to be right. Now, not saying that's something that we're supposed to be doing because I don't want to sound, come from a hard place or a harmful place or anything like that. But at what point as believers, as Christians, as people of God, do we get up off our knees and stop praying and take action because we know God got greater? PTR, see where you are on the stage. Give your final remarks in the question of the day. Keith, Christian, Julie, Pastor Charles, Lisa, Jay Charity, and Nigel. Keith, it's on you. Do, 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 do. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this room. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, couldn't really participate because, of course, I'm at work, but I got a little breakdown, so that's the only reason why I'm responding. Um, I really enjoyed this room for uh, for the simple fact. It seems like when something happens in real time, 
I come in the room and it's kind of like we be talking about the same thing. Man, and, what? And yet yesterday, I would say, I'm not going to give all the details of it, but I saw a preacher that said something so erroneous. I couldn't even believe he said it. And then I just, and I couldn't believe that the people were just running up to the altar shouting, amen, pastor, you preaching. And it was, I mean, it was, it was blasphemous. It was very, it was horrible. And nobody corrected him. Well, a couple of us did try to reach out to him and ask him what the basis was. And, you know, he got offended and all the other kind of stuff. So it led into what we were talking about today. And yeah, the, the Bible says that the word of God is precious, meaning that, you know, it's not. You cut out. Can you repeat the last part? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I got it. It was call. precious. Yeah, but the Bible says that the word of God is precious. I mean, it's not going to be preached everywhere, uh, line upon line, a precept for precept. And then, of course, we know that in the last day, the Bible says. I'm don't sorry, you hate that when they call people, twice. Are, people are calling me. Right. Don't you hate that when they call y'all, twice? Y'all, y'all have a good day. Y'all have a good day. I got to go. I understand, Keith. See, that's why I be trying to get out of here all the time. Because I just hate when they be like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. It should be up. Let me call them. Like, man, leave us alone. We, we busy doing some ministry work. <laughs> but thank Keith, man. My big bro always coming. I'm talking about, he'd normally be the first one in the room. And I'm talking about be listening while he at work. A week, man. Thank you so much, bro, for being always in the room and supporting. Like that was a blessing. Um, Prophet Christian, I'm gonna throw it over for you for uh throw it over to you for final remarks and question of the day. I'm gonna cook my breakfast now. Um, it was definitely a great room, um, great discussion. Um and um the question of the day was when do we take action? Yeah. Is, is, and when I, do we stop praying? And as Christians, like, start taking action. Start stepping into the form where we pursue and overtake. <laughs> well, you know, we we never stop praying. Um, and action, action particularly happens, um, should happen um, almost immediately. Um, from whatever God says, you should be moving on what God says. Um, and, and people have to be trained to do that. Uh, faith without works is dead. Um, we have to be taught how to put feet to prophetic, we uh, prophetic words. We have to be taught how to put feet to vision. Oh, that's good. We have to be taught how to put feet to think. We have to be taught how to move upon the very things that we believe God for. Otherwise, we'll slip into um, a doubting situation. God, I believe you, but help my unbelief. Oh, that's um, good. So. We, 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 we want to be able to experience God when he comes the first time and not be out of place when he shows up. You know, Thomas wasn't in place when he came the first time. Hallelujah. But on the second time, he came through the locked doors. Oh, God. All right. I got to go. Bye, love you. <laughs> oh, I can't say, yeah. Oh, see, y'all. Yeah. Like, y'all got to, oh, I wish y'all me. Like, oh, God. This man, can I can I can I preaching. share my piece? Um, I've been listening a while. And Nigel, give everybody... me just one second. I'm finna come to you. Um, you actually the only one on the stage without a green bean, so I can actually cut in and come to you first. But listen, when I tell yeah, let me let me just explain some. I'm a little ghetto, and I know a lot of y'all come into this room, and y'all don't know my heart. Y'all don't know me. This is our first time being in this room. 
But when, half the time, when I come into this room, I create a space for me to learn from elders and stuff like that. And when they pre be preaching to me, I'm I'm one of them type of people. I stand up, I preach, I say, Pastor, he talking to me. So I'm sorry that I interrupt y'all sometimes, but I just be wanting people to, well, not even people. I just be wanting to get my praise in because if I hold back on what God said to me, guess what? God may hold back on what he given to me. And I just want to say mm -hmm. that, hey, that, that man be preaching to me. Lord have mercy. I'm sorry for being a little ghetto. I'm going to learn how to contain myself. But Lord have mercy. <laughs> I love my big bro. Thank you so much. Nigel, thank you so much for being uh, a special guest in addition to Mama Lisa. Because uh, No, correction, Nana Lisa. That's why I'm going to start calling you. I'm going to start calling you Nana Lisa. <laughs> so in addition to Nana Lisa for being our special guest, Nigel, thank you so much for coming in and coming up. I'm going to let you go ahead and um, give your final remarks and feedback, and then we're going to go ahead and uh, go to the rest of the moderators. Thank you so much, Prophet. Um, blessings to everyone on the panel. Blessings to um, everyone in the audience. Uh, there's so much uh, I would have liked to say, but for the sake of time, I'm going to try and make it as short as I can. Um, there, there, there are several things in the Bible that leads us to a point where we are now. And you ask, when is the time? The time is now. And as uh, Prophet Christian said, you know, uh, we never stop praying. The time is now. And this is a shift in, in, in the whole hierarchy of the body of Christ. And I'm, I, I'm not saying I, I didn't necessarily grew up in the churchy um, um, culture. Uh, I have several different backgrounds that I passed through to get to where I'm at. Um, I grew up Anglican. I was around um, Jehovah's Witness. I was around Seventh-day Adventists. I was around Catholics. And I, I got touched with the Holy Ghost and I became a different person. So I see a lot of things in the church and a lot of it is learned behavior and, and patterns passed on from Big, generation. Yeah. Zendora hasata. Come on now. And patterns passed on and on like Eli Mahande seeing his sons doing things that they're not supposed to do and not correcting them. And and there's so much things that I see. I mean, I, as I said, I don't want to take up too much time because there's so much I wanted to share that I see right now where the prophets that God God is there's a scripture that says he's looking for someone. He's looking for someone to speak out, to go out. And everybody's looking back, looking who's going to say something, who's going to say something. Um, there's a protocol to saying something. There's a way. But the prophets of old, when they went and speak, some of them lost their lives. Some right. of them were threatened. Some of them were, hey, ko bande ke so. So, hey, bande. So, um, even though um, people's emotion get hurt, people's feelings get hurt. Like right now, I'm being honest. For me, I really don't care. I don't care. My salvation is more important to me. And if I see something, I'm going to say something. Um, someone came on a prayer, prayer meeting that I was a part of and asked for prayer. And they were crying and bawling their eyes out. And the Holy Spirit said to me, while the person is bawling their eyes out and showing all emotions, obedience will get you far away with me than your emotion. Oh, and I was like, oh, now. my God. So um, I was trying to get to the person to speak. But unfortunately, I wasn't the, a moderator. I was just there as a guest. So I couldn't, you know get in to speak to the person but I, I messaged it to the to the um to the the moderator so that they could deliver it to the to the to the audience because many of us we're looking for emotional responses many of us are on well not us i'm not gonna you know put anybody here because i don't know um right. some people they go on the platform and they get they get um hit with the highlights the lights the microphone mm. the sound and and they get caught up in that 
and and sometimes the sounds that come in from the audio visual setting <laughs> get mixed in and they're saying they're thinking it's the anointing when it's all flesh it's all flesh so i'm home. just saying i'm just saying the time is now the time is now and i'm done speaking <laughs> no you are it's war man listen war, war, no brother war. nigel I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Lisa, to cut you off, but Brother Nigel, no, you got to come back tomorrow. So I do apologize because one thing about me is I try to secure the stage because sometimes the stage can get filtered and get cluttered by people who do want to talk and stuff like that. So I try to filter, filter the stage. So I don't care who it is. If they come in the room, I try sometimes to just make sure, hey, raise your hand. Or if it's somebody I trust, somebody I know, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to invite them up. But tomorrow, definitely come back, and I'm going to invite you up as soon as you come into the room because I definitely want you to be able to contribute into the second part of this conversation. Because truth be told, like I said, they was working all of my texts all day today, but we didn't even get in the part of it because there's a part that says despise, not the divide. And there's a part, like, we're going to get into that tomorrow. And I'm going to say, oh, my God, man, man of God, thank you so much for coming up. Because that was so much realness and what you were saying. But us as believers, I think sometimes the responsibility is on us before we go out there into the world and a lot of other stuff. But thank you so much, bro, for coming up. And definitely come back tomorrow so you can definitely participate in this conversation in totality, okay? Um, who was on? Julie. Julie, go ahead and get final remarks and question of the day. Hey, I'm listening. I can't speak right now because I'm heading to a meeting, but tomorrow I will go on that same subject when you come back again with it, okay? Definitely. Definitely. And listen, let me go ahead and, and shameless plug the room. Yeah, go look at the link. Go read the text. Read as much of that blog as you can. Like, one thing um, about me and the beginning of my ministry is we started as a prophetic blog site and stuff like that. So everything that God was downloading in me for things that I see in the current and in the future is kind of on my site on certain pages and stuff like that. This text is something that we are definitely about to tackle because when I tell you, sometimes it don't even be, that's why I told y'all what, two weeks ago, my ear was contaminated, not by the people who I know wasn't good, but by the people who said, hey, you know what I'm saying? This person trying to comfort you. This person trying to kill you. This person, this, this is this, this is some things going on in the kingdom. And we have to learn how to continue to guard ourselves and go in purpose for God. You don't, what Jay Terry said earlier, you don't need nobody. You don't need not necessarily nobody, but you know what I'm saying? You don't need nobody. Like, go do what God called you to do. Y'all preaching to me. Let's go ahead and end this though. Pastor Charles, final remarks, question of the day. Amen. Um, I really, really enjoyed the room. I'm so thankful that I was able to be a part, and I thank uh, you for um, for the uh, the starting of all this. Because it's like sometimes you can connect with something, and all of a sudden it just really makes some things rise in you that needs to be enunciated. So I'm really, really glad um, to be able to be a part of it. It's a great day, great room, and um, to answer the question from the perspective of of life and what I've been through, um, and you know, the VOE, the voice of experience, praise God, and by, by the power of Holy Spirit going through processes. Um, uh, I love the scriptures. The scriptures always says what I need to say, and the scripture in, uh, it talks about, uh, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Um, those are the kind of scriptures that I have to 
um, deal with when I have to deal with certain situations, especially amongst the body of Christ. You can't, you know, the Bible says don't sue your brethren. And, and the other piece of that is if you're really true my brother, you won't give me a reason to sue you. I'm going to praise the Lord there. But uh, uh, hopefully that I don't ever have to <laughs> be lost. <laughs> hopefully, also, hopefully I won't have to have any kind of lawsuits of that nature. I've never had anything that was so bad that I've done. Um, I'm cra- Like I said, I'm crazy. I'm in the flesh. I have areas of life that I need to, that I need Holy Spirit to really, really deal with me as well. Oh, and and that's a part of this human experience. So um, I, I understand that. And also realize being a pastor, there's a higher, um, higher expectation um, and a higher call there. And so my, my, my spiritual warfare is going to be higher than those that are not there and that are not in my position. So um, I realize that. And so um, I'm doing my best to work those things out. But in the process of it, there are some things that's lies and some things that are just absolutely not true. Um, then some things, like I said, some things are absolutely true. Um, but it lies to my uh, destiny. It lies to where I'm supposed to go. So I have to now uh, lament, go before God and say, Lord, and not just say it, but really come from the heart of God saying, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I, I, when I say that, I'm not just saying it just because David said it. I'm saying it because that is a scripture and that is something that I can identify with. Lord, I don't want the same heart that I've always had. Yeah. So, so touch me Breathe. and help me. Help me, you know, you know, I don't have to stand and sit like this. I don't have to sit in the middle of my bed, sit in the middle of the floor and cry and that kind of thing because the crying does nothing. But when you hear something, just like today, I heard something, I heard something. And as I heard it, I felt something in my spirit. I felt something mm-hmm. like, OK, Charles, God, God is trying to talk to you in this area over here. Nobody knows about it. It's just me and you that knows about it. And, you know, but I want now you to deal with that. That's what true. That's what the word of God will do for you if you listen to it and you love it. It will it will convict you, not not condemn you, but it will convict you and say, "Hey, um, what you are planning to do tomorrow? You had a little plan that you had a little, little thing you were gonna do. No, you, you don't need to do that. Or you had a little plan you are gonna do in a few hours. No, 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 don't do that. Or if you've done something, go back and say, Lord, ah. forgive me for real, Lord. I don't want Glory. this." I don't want this in my life. And so those are the kind of things that the word of God will do for you. And conviction of, uh, and even the, the scripture says, the, even the, 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 uh, the, the, the word of you silliness, but like the silliness of preaching, how preaching, uh, it doesn't even make sense. And why would people want to do that? But it's there to help us to be convicted of our sin. And then from there, ask God, Lord, touch my heart. Help me to be who I'm supposed to be. And that's what that is. But uh, in terms of fighting my own battles, listen, I'm telling you, I've lived long enough now to see God. Let me tell you, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going I'm to drive off of my Escalade. Listen, I have lived long enough to see God avenge me in situations where I was uh, maligned and where I was hurt. I, it just recently happened. You know what? And it took six years for it to happen. It took six years for it to happen. Or but uh, it happened and my hands were not, I didn't have to, uh, my hands and my DNA was not on it. I didn't have to do a thing. He fought the battle for me. And as a result, you know what? And I pray now for those people. Here's what I do most of the time. And I'm going to say this, I'm really going to go, is that I have to pray for those that do do me wrong. If, even if I don't understand it, Lord, I pray right. for this. I pray for them because I don't, because my prayers uh, towards them helps me to get myself right and to forgive and release. And when I right. forgive and release, when I forgive and release them, God can now deal with them. 
God can deal with them now. So, you know, so, and so I let God do some things that I can't do. And you know what? Um, you know, sometimes we think that they should die, but God says, I mean, if that's the case, all of us should be. Um, so we need mercy and grace for people. We need to learn how to do that. And I'm done. I'm done. Have a wonderful day. My silver bullet, my silver escalade is about to get started up and I'm going over here to the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said it to me. Let, Let us go, go into the house of the Lord. <laughs> I love you all. And, and welcome, Brother Nigel. Welcome, Brother Nigel. Thank you so much. I love your uh, perspective. It seems like to me that you have a perspective that, that ch- sometimes us churchy folk don't always have. Sometimes it's good to hear somebody that's that's not been in that in, in our realm in that realm. Amen. Love you guys. And let me let me say something before you go. Jump in your Escalade uh, and to everybody on this platform. Forgive me for uh, interrupting. I do apologize. Um, no, you're good. You were next uh, to me. Uh, yes, I was making sure that I know this is like off topic a little bit, but it's still important. I still hear it in my spirit upgrade there for all of oh. us that have vehicles doesn't matter i don't care if you just got it 2022 oh. please make sure you contact your dealership whether it's a brand new car or whether it's a pre-owned make sure you contact your dealership today or no later than tomorrow to make sure that your vehicle is will be upgraded with the new equipment the new equipment the new technology to the 5g i just heard that on the news this morning so please make sure you check your your oh, wow. dealership and make sure that because it's funny how they said this morning, even if you have a 2022 Tesla, okay, we're talking about Tesla here, okay, whatever it may be, check your dealership and make sure that your vehicle can withstand the 5G. Please. Release my mic. Yeah, I always talk about this upgrade. I can tell y'all November. God was telling me 2022 is gonna be the year of upgrade. God prepare you for the leap year. And I told y'all we're gonna prophesy now. I'm gonna let everybody else come behind and prophesy. And I'm just gonna be an echo prophet. But what I tell you, this lady's kind of okay. There's some things that's getting ready to go on behind vehicle. Anyway, okay. Thank you, Mr. Lisa. Uh, did you wanna give final remarks or question of the day after that too? You better stop. Yeah, you about, am, you about to make me mad. <laughs> okay, now, okay. I done told you, and I think I done told you one too many times. <laughs> when God give you something, you release it, and you release it with boldness. Everybody else released it. I, I don't care if I know everybody else. I'm yes, talking sir. to you. That's yes, your sir. problem. You're too busy worried about other folk instead of worried about what God's saying to you. Okay, you're right. Yes, sir. All right. It needs, it needs to come through your lips, sir. Your lips. Your right. lips. Oh, okay. That's yes, why sir. he spoke it to you, right? Yes, sir. All You're right. right. You're right. right. There's a major shift coming to the automotive industry. Even as we go into the year of 2024, there'll be a major automobile shift. We already see it coming with electric cars or whatnot, but there's even a major automobile shift where something um, concerning recompense will come to certain people because they have a a certain year of car. Hmm. I don't know why, but a certain year of car is going to get certain recompenses. I don't know if cars in that year was was all malfunctioning or if you just got a car that's older than a certain type of year. But you know how they do like class action lawsuits hmm. where, you know, they'd be like, oh, well, if you did this, if like even right now. Okay, so for example, I have a letter that came in the mail that says, if you use Zoom between March 30th, 2016 uh, till July 30th, 2021, you're entitled to some money. Well, 
<laughs> God showed me something coming towards the automotive industry that if you have a car that's older than a certain amount of years and in between a certain amount of years, they're going to be sending out checks or you can file for like a certain class action lawsuit. Not only will you be able to do that, but that's going to shift the automotive industry. That's why Biden is working on some things. All right. It's out of me. Okay. I had to start that, didn't I? <laughs> I guess so. A lot of things. Look, I ain't going to lie. I, I receive it. A lot of things I'd be nervous of because this is a real thing that I'd be scared to say out loud. That's why I'd be wanting some people to get behind me just in case some stuff ever happened. But I don't be wanting to release government secrets or, or stuff God about kings and presidents that's going to send me to jail. Because I believe the FBI might show up at my door one day because I didn't say some on my website. <laughs> and I don't want that to happen. But thank you so much for continuously pushing me because trust me, it's some things that's going on that when you really, 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 really plan and mention all the other stuff, you God gonna tell you how to avoid it, how to escape it. So I appreciate y'all for releasing this. Let's go ahead, cause we got we got five minutes. We got five minutes. Miss Lisa, you said you were good, right? So I'm gonna throw it over to Jay Charity, and we should be done, cause Mister Nigel gave his final remarks. So Jay Charity, can you give your final remarks and the question of the day? When do we start taking action instead of stop praying? I mean, even though we're not gonna stop praying. So I'm going to tell this little story. Um, I went with um, my current board chair who used to serve as the National Baptist Convention president. And um, someone made the comment, well, I'm a pastor. And um, I was able to, to find him on the call. But I'm a pastor, so they must be sleeping together. My response was, well, at least you gave me the president and laughed. Sometimes you don't have to dignify <laughs> others um, in um, what you consider to be wrongdoing. Because if you are doing what you feel is right, if God is leading you um, and God is dealing with you when in spaces where you're wrong, I believe that um, the one thing that I have to answer to him when I get to the gate is how I loved his people. And so I don't get bogged down with who said, she said, they said, I don't care nothing about that. Because at the end of the day, um, my responsibility is how I treat them, not how they treat me. Um, okay. when I have to respond, um, my response comes to kill the entire situation. Wow, that's good. And then I'm done. That's good. <clears throat> um, but you got to remember that we are at a something. You have to remember that you have to be found blameless and faultless when you get to that point. Um, I don't have any final words. I just hope that everyone has a great day um, and everyone is um, enjoying the snow, the rain, or the sunshine, whichever one you have. And um look forward to seeing you all if the creek don't rise. God bless you. Yeah, amen. <laughs> I love your Jerry so funny. He said if the creek don't rise, all right. <laughs> That's something I ain't never heard of before. But I get that I get that lingo because you know, only somebody from Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia will use that. No shade. Hey, and, oh, and, and Louisiana, you're right. And let me add to this. 
And if the creek does rise, we pray that God will give you an ample boat to get across. In Jesus' oh, name. Come on now. Not an ample boat to get across. <laughs> I, so southern. I love them. That's all we need to bring back. Bring back Southern lingo and slang and certain, certain stuff. Like, I like that. I love that. Like, I still love when people be like, you ain't need how to a grasshopper. I be like, what? But okay, I get what she said. That Like, I love it. Thank you guys for allowing me or helping me, correction, helping me to curate this space. I believe that God has called us to this purpose because there are great things that need to be done. So I just want to thank you guys for helping me, supporting me, and walking along with me in this process. The time now is 11.58. And as you can see, Everybody getting phone calls because we all got jobs. We all got stuff to do. So we got to get off this clubhouse app for a second, for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So, so just a little bit of time so we can call some folks back and all this other stuff. I hope I'll see y'all in another room later on. If not, guess what? I will see you guys tomorrow morning for Waking Up With The Prophet. Because guess what? We're bringing back part two with the house divided. Because guess what? Sometimes we can't despise the divide. Sometimes God does some separation for a good thing. And we don't have to talk about it because guess what? We wrapping up January and moving into February. And February is a month of love and it's a month of black history and it's a month of celebration. So guess what? We gotta go into the month the right way. So we gonna end this month the right way. And y'all know I'm all about doing things the right way. So thank you guys for waking up with the prophet. Pastor Charles, can you give us a closing prayer? We're gonna close this room. Absolutely, sir. Lord, we thank you for the things our eyes have seen, or not eyes have seen, Lord, things our ears have heard. <laughs> thank you for the things we've heard today. And thank you, Lord, for your goodness and for what you're doing. I thank you right now for the conviction of your word that has come today for us to be able to be the people of God you're calling us to be. Now, Lord, I seal by the authority of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the works and the word that you have given us today, that it'll be, Lord, not only near our hearts, but it'll come up every time that we need it, that we can be able to become who you've called us to become. Let your grace, your mercy, your peace, your joy in the Holy Ghost, let it be with us, let it be in us, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Listen, I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. And I will see you guys tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up With The Prophet. You guys have a peaceful, prosperous, and productive day because this room is ending in three, two, one. Bye.